have something here for you. Your father wanted you to have this when you were old enough, but your uncle wouldn't allow it. He feared you might follow old Obi-Wan on some damn fool idealistic crusade like your father did. Alright everybody, welcome back to episode 216 of Gundam and MHQ. This is one of your hosts, Neo. Joining me always is Sobro. Sobro, say hello. Yo, my mic is working, guys. Yo, it's working. Yeah, you actually have it on? Yeah, Holy shit, they, they, can, they, in the they chat. can hear me. Yo, yo shout out to Kid <laughs> Convoy. He almost had my goat. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't yes. lie. You, you, you don't Ooh. lie. When you saw that, you actually checked it. You're like, I did. I did. <laughs> I had to. Okay. I, I had to. Yo, I sometimes I need that. I need that. Re- I need that reminder, man. I do. I do need it. So shout out to Kid yes. Cowboy. They put me on blast. I, I see you. <laughs> so, bro, you know how you, you know how you get a word around that? Just take a post-it note and put it on your monitor. Turn mic on. Yes. When streaming. <laughs> exactly. Let me see something here. <laughs> Is there an echo? Uh, hang on a second, guys. Let me see here. Rob Adler says there's an echo. Let me see here. Not not on your end. It wouldn't be there, but uh, I, I can fix that real quick. Give me a second. There yeah, we go. So Pro got a new, he got a new uh, headset, and I guess it's wreaking havoc on his system. So it's quite... you never know. During halfway during the the stream, he may actually we may actually not hear him. <laughs> <laughs> testing one two one two testing. Let me know if you hear my guy me echoing, guys. Shouldn't be. But uh, props I, to everybody who came out tonight. None of your end. All right, cool. Yeah. It sounds like uh, O'Neal. He sounds like he's in the bucket. Oh, it it it, <laughs> it is it is what it is. He sounds like he always does. To be honest with you. Yeah, I, I mean, I sound like I'm in a bucket. I mean, it might I think be my just voice dope. is my voice is a little weird today. I and I do feel that, but it got cold all of a sudden coming home. So I guess we're just like the rest of the country. We're supposed to get like that crazy and. I don't know, probably what polar vortex or Arctic blast, whatever they, whatever they call these things now. So, yeah, I know that. Uh, I know that you guys are dealing with that 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 um that blizzard over there, that fifty degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so cold. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish it was that cold here, man. It's fucking. It's regular balmy ass weather right now. I'm so mad. Actually, you're wrong. It's 55 right now. Oh but, no way! Uh, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Yo, sweater weather, weather. <laughs> oh. Two weeks ago, it was like in the 40s, and you thought people were like, um, you know, going to pull a uh, pull Arctic expedition or something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people bundled it up. People like wrapped up. So. But um, so, Silbro, how was the how was your new year? Are you looking forward to 
2020. Never thought you'd make it to 2020, did you? Yeah, man. Uh, uh, it's 20. Man, it's it's amazing to be in 2020. Although it's it's been off to a rocky start, but um, no, nah, man. I had a, I had a good <laughs> holiday. I hope everybody out there had uh, a, a great holiday season. I'm sorry we didn't. I, I totally forgot to wish you guys happy holidays. But uh, yeah. happy holidays, guys, and happy New Year to everybody who's tuning in. Uh, thank you very much. Hope you guys are enjoying going through the archives of the. Uh, the, uh, the yeah, that was episodes. that was the that was actually the gift to all the listeners over with finally getting the archive back up for people to download. Yeah, exactly, and a lot of people have been uh, enjoying going back and checking out the specials and downloading episodes. And if you guys want to check out any episodes, not all of them are. Wow, that's really going to help our download numbers. <laughs> yeah, man, help them go up. Um, you can find uh, it's back on iTunes now. It's back on uh, Stitcher. It's back on uh, Google Podcasts. We're all back up there. Uh, and what about uh, the Zune stores? <laughs> in, in theory, it should be up there because that fed to the RSS feed. So I could tell you if it is or isn't. <laughs> but uh, if you got to still work in Zune and it, the network for that is still up, you might be able to find us on that bad boy. But uh, yeah, yeah man. out there still have a Zune. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, the, the Guardians the galaxy do but <laughs> yeah I that's know. true they did have a <laughs> they, zoom they got a zoom that, that shit cracked me up but uh, uh other than that um yeah it, it's been it's been great uh i the the last movie i did see was star wars in the theaters but um i've been catching up with them on a lot of screeners and then um I'm gonna catch 1917 oh, screeners oh, i know right academy yeah. now or I, something? Hey, you never know <laughs> But uh, I'm gonna be catching 1917 these, uh, in the in the theaters Moscow, this weekend, huh? Moscow screamers, Scre- not the screamers. No man, the legit ass screamers, man. No no Russian involved at all. Uh, oh, just gotta oh. gotta know gotta know some people. No Chinese, <laughs> no you know no Mandarin, no. Um, what's the other ones? Uh, Spanish. Yeah, seen that one. Sometimes, uh, sometimes Korean, yeah. Korean, Korean. Yeah, Hell yeah, man. Oh so. shit. Yo, shout out to Yazi. He brings up Bad Boys for Life. Do you know, know. that that movie's getting rated really well? I mean, better than the other two. It's actually, and I saw some reviews how today. Could it be, uh, how can it be better than the second one? I mean, <laughs> that, that remains I, to be seen. They say there's a more of an emotional core for this one. So, oh, like, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of, I wouldn't say drama, but there's, it's, they say this one is the funniest one out of all three. And this one has sets up a lot of cool shit. I don't know. They said they punched up. They punched up the. It is, but they punched up the jokes in this bad boy. So I want to. I want to kind of see it. Mm -hmm. I will say this though. I'll be wondering um, how it stands the test of time, because that's the Mm. one thing you got to say about Bad Boys too. It's and most of the jokes still stand. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes they're not as dated as some of the other. uh, Like Bad Boys, the first Bad Boys is really kind of dated some of it like if you watch that movie it's like ugh. and martin and uh and and, and will are mad outside outside of um um martin wearing a um um a, a michael victor's <laughs> <laughs> i mean no, they were practically they were practically fresh off their sitcoms at the time too, man. It was it wasn't wasn't long after they were both. Well, I think Martin was still doing his, but Will was like just uh, they wrapped up 
uh, the final season of Fresh Prince. So he was like breaking into movies full time when he did that. So it's for him to be so young and getting started. It's it's definitely uh, one of the one of the better movies he's done. But but they say part three is for a January movie. It it's surprisingly it's probably fantastic. They say the action scenes are great. Uh, they say that the the chemistry between Will and Martin has not that hasn't missed a beat at all. So that, that was always that was always the best thing about it. Yeah, because they um. They had the best. Uh, they had the best chemistry. Yeah, yeah, they do, and that's that's the magic about that shit. And uh, I, I kind of want to see it. I'm seeing 1917 this weekend. Is uh, is Joey Pants back? I mean, yeah, jo- Joey Pants back. is Joey Pants is back. Uh, I don't know if uh, they brought. What back, about the um, two Hispanic guys? They gotta have the two Hispanic guys that they're always. I don't you know. know. Hispanic cops that they're, you, that they're always messing with. You'll be happy to hear that there's a follow up. To the shit. Remember the shit at the front door in the second movie where the boy came over to try to date Martin's oh, daughter? Yeah. There yeah, is they a did fo- the whole the whole like I just got out of prison thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a follow-up to that in this movie. So if with anything, the same kid? With I don't know if it's the same kid, but it's the same character. That'd be cool if it was the same kid. Yeah. I hope it's the same actor, but it, I know it's the same character that they're talking or, oh, to. Oh, it's the same character. It's oh, the same, okay. yeah, so the same character comes back. Well, that's and, what I meant. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really it could be the, it could be the same actor too. I mean, they're they're good about pulling other actors back. So I would like to see if it is, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that follow up to that joke. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, I'm thrilled, man. I, I'm glad to hear it's good because I was afraid it wasn't because the trailers were good. And it's like, yo, these trailers look look solid, man. I'm hoping that um, hoping that it is. And Yazi said, I heard they brought back the rat sex for this movie. I heard the rats are back. I don't know if the sex is back, so we'll see. We'll the see. rats are back. The rats are back. So <laughs> there's a lot of callbacks in the previous two films. Let me, let me guess. Does is Johnny Tapia's daughter? Is she the baddie in this one? Because remember, she lives at, she lives at the end of uh, Bad Boys Two. Remember Ooh. his daughter. I don't. I don't want to say. That'd be hilarious if she was the baddie. I don't want to say too much, but you might be uh, on to something with that. So I don't. Really? Know, I, I don't. I don't confirm it. I do know who the villain is, and I don't want to ruin that. But you, you, yeah, you might, just, you I'm might be, be onto something with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, okay. you, you might be into onto something with that. That's oh, I, I guess. I guess in the chat, Matt Thunder too saying he has a Zoom. Do you, or she has a Zoom. I don't know who that is. But oh, Matt, um, Matt Thunder. Do Do you use the Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> or is it just in the corner or the bottom of your drawer? So. That's what's up. But, um, thank you, right, thank uh, you everybody for coming out, by the way. Much appreciated. Yeah. If you like what you see tonight, hit the follow button here <clears> on <throat> YouTube. And uh, hit the thumbs up button, too, if you guys like what you see. If you're watching over on Twitch, like my man FlameX is. Yo, FlameX, I see you. Over the, the lone the lone twitcher he's over there watching and oh, uh come on people you can you can put up multiple windows hey, twitch twitch.tv <laughs> slash level underscore nine and then you spell out nine n-i-n-e head on over there if you want to watch it on twitch if it's more convenient for you to do so uh but yeah man he said yo he says twitch is mine <laughs> yo playbacks i see you good shit but uh props to everybody who's out tonight man I, I'm, I'm so glad uh, you guys are tuning in for the new year i'll, I'll toss it back to neil all right, Soul Bro. So yeah, I guess everybody's seen. We we got to kind of do it. We have to start off the new year with kind of the end of uh, kind of end of a legacy. So in this episode, we'll be talking about our thoughts, reactions, review of uh, Star Wars, uh, the Rise of Skywalker, and um, and then we'll finish up with kind of our thoughts with the um, 
you know, the conclusion of the Mandalorian. I know a couple episodes ago we talked about that. We were probably what about halfway through at that four point? episodes in. We were four, four episodes, episodes in. in. So yep. we were able to get that because it was kind of a double whammy. Um, so we'll talk about that. Maybe talk about what we thought, how um, maybe it changed us from our last discussion, and uh, what we are, are hoping for um, in season two. More Baby Yoda, I think. Right? Yeah. I yeah. They they definitely open up the path for more Baby Yoda, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Do the hand thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do the hand thing. Yo, Carl Weathers, though. Holy shit, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, like, Don't like blow my load, boy. <laughs> Come on, baby. Do the hand thing. <laughs> yes. Yo, Carl. Man. Yeah. But, yeah, so, good good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, we, got, we got a lot on the docket, man. Yep, yep. So uh, as I saunter over to the Larry King Memorial News Studio for some news, listeners submitted news. I, sh- I-, I got to be careful with that because Larry King might have to trademark that because I heard he's uh, getting another divorce and selling his house. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> so. Man, he needs to stop getting married, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. You want? He always wants to give up half his shit every fucking what, what, what couple is, of years. I don't like? get it. What is this like? His eighth one or something Dude, like that? I mean, what? I mean, granted, he probably smelled it to have a prenup, but come on, son. Still, <laughs> come on, man. Damn it's it. still gonna cost you something, yeah. But um, so, <laughs> and if you ever have any news articles you want to submit, just submit them to the news listener. Submit a news article thread in the Gundam section of the MechaTalk forum. And uh, I, I keep looking at this, and one of these days, I'm gonna have to do the the news article thread Mark Five. Oh, but, uh, the, yeah, Mark, the Mark Four is still going. It's almost at <laughs> 100 pages. <laughs> yeah, I think this is. I think this is the longest one. So one of these days, I'm going to have to do the the Mark the Mark Five. But you know, um, I'm going to take a while before I do the. Um, well, I guess I would. I was going to say the the mid show upgrade, but. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the show, man, shout out to show over in uh, Twitch. Apparently, he hasn't oh. seen the last episode of Mando. Well, show we about to ruin it for you. <laughs> oh, he hasn't. Oh, wow. I kept telling him, "It's like watch the last episode. It's actually very good, man. It's super, super good. It ends on it ends on a very strong note." But uh, he apparently he's uh he is he is he's saving it for a rainy day. So, Gus Fring is free. He doesn't. Yo, the DEA doesn't get him. So that's yo, all Fring. you need to know at the. <laughs> yo, there's some images in my in the slide reel I got that will definitely ruin some aspects oh of episode eight for you. So show if yeah if uh, if 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 anything. I just want to warn you. Uh, don't look too hard at the screen. <laughs> don't look too hard. <laughs> Yeah. But that's what's up. Just, 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 just point out what Soulbro does wrong, and indeed, like, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Actually, he was helpful the last one. Can't hear you. I can't hear Soulbro. So. Jesus. But um, all right. So, what do you think, Soulbro? What what type of news article will be the first news article of 2020? What type is it going to be? Man. Regular news, robot apocalypse news, survey news, Yoshi. survey news. Usually it's robot apocalypse news, man. Usually it yeah, is. Yeah, lately it's been robot apocalypse news. I think I've uh, scared everybody into uh, scanning the. It's <laughs> because I, I, I feel I feel much more people. I feel much more trepidation now than it was like about oh, yeah. four or five years ago when when I first started going on the uh, the rant of the wrote depending robot apocalypse and the tomes that need to be reviewed. Your people are getting uh, hit, man. The automation is everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy and, shit. And, so, Sobro, guess guess what our neighbors in the north, in the in the Great White North, oh, um, up in Canada, yes. Oh, did the they make a did they make a robotic? 
Did they make a robotic hose head? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, there's not a robotic hose head. It wasn't a robotic um, Wayne Gretzky. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say a robotic Neil Peart, but that's... Oh, uh, man. Uh, that that was that's bad news there. Robots can't uh, fuck we'll, with Neil Peart. We'll get it. <laughs> we will. We will. But uh, no, Foul Sorceress gives this um, uh, article here from CBC. So it's the, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Um, hmm. The Snowbot automated plow rolls into service for the first time in Canada. Ooh, this is actually. That's actually. I mean, if I'm Canadian and I live in like uh, a place where there's like. 10 inch 10 inches of snow all the time um i think this is actually this is one of those things that actually does seem i don't think there's many people out there that want to be shoveling snow (laughs) (laughs) i think this is the one job that humans would be like you know what i'm kind of good not doing that so uh, but yeah it basically looks like a mini snow plow that's um uh automated and the only problem with it is it will probably gain sentience and probably run run you over and scrape all the uh, skin off your face. So uh, thank you, Mr. Oof. Foul Sorcerers, for that submission. Oh, you follow that right so, next to when you go to Walmart and you see the uh, the aisle sweepers that they got yeah. incorporated at Walmart now, man. Uh, they, they, they don't need humans to sweep and mop the floors no more. They got robots doing it. It's, well, remember, uh, it's remember the last show? In the last show, we talked about the robot, that the parking lot robot that keeps getting vandalized. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man, they, they so. keep they keep fucking with it. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So, um, next one comes here from Rodimus seventy six, and he's got some uh, more robot apocalypse news. This oh. this is actually this is where this is where it actually does get disturbing. Oh no! <laughs> the end mirrors video of self repairing robots. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! So let's put this straight. Let's 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 think about what we're doing right now. We're taking machines. We want to make them as efficient and, and as powerful as possible. We want to extend their battery life. We want to give them the ability to adapt and make decisions on their own. And now give them the ability to self-repair. <laughs> it's inevitable, man. They, they, they got, they got, they got, they got machines. Is coming. Yeah. yeah they got machines doing all. Uh, doing um, operations on human beings now, so this is just now yeah. they can do operations on themselves. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you, you get to you get to see this video on the Geek Logie, the link that he gave us here, mm-hmm. and this uh, robot called PR2 um, actually um, helps uh, tighten a screw on himself. So mm-hmm. once again, it it just comes down to the thing of it's cool that we're able to do this. We just need to start having more discussions of should we be doing this <laughs> <laughs> that should always be the question <laughs> that, that's that's always the next question i think but you know it seems like we just never have that question. um next one here comes from rodimus 76 and it looks like there's a new ultraman movie coming from the creator of neon genesis evangelion hell yes yo arno uh, let's go now it's gonna be I love this. I love how they begin this. Hidekiano, who's anime masterpiece. Who says masterpiece? Like, really? I mean, it's good. It's got, Damn. It has a place in history, but is it really a masterpiece? Yo, can they get respect? Ma- <laughs> it, Yo, Ava. Does does a does a masterpiece have to take three movies to redo its ending and then do another batch of movies to kind of retell the story that's already been told in a different way? I mean. The, you know what I'm kind of saying? Getting here, it's like, 
is that really is that really a masterpiece but i digress it's it's got elements it's got elements of genius in it it's just uh it's it, yeah, but it's, can it's controversial. Genius, if you mm -hmm. are reinventing it down the road, like you're taking the original and you've actually remastered it, not remastered it, but you've actually redone it or recanted certain things, and you know, I, I don't know. All of those Robert Mallard says it's overrated as fuck. It's no Zeta. <laughs> you're right about that, man. It is no Zeta. That's my shit. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Shout out to Robert Mallard. But, uh, so, yeah, but, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Hideki to be uh, reteaming with his Shin Godzilla co director to direct a new Ultraman movie called Shin Ultraman. And it's live action, Solbro. It's live action. And it's going to be on the iconic 1966 Tokusano TV series about a giant alien that battles space monsters to save the Earth. Yo, you, know, have, you have to have rubber suits in this you yeah. have to keep it retro looking well we all know that Ano is a huge otaku but yeah he's big big on Ultraman. and for him to get a shot at doing this movie man it's it's definitely That's a dream come really true cool. and his shin godzilla yeah. movie that came out was the shit so uh, i have no doubt he's gonna mm -hmm. be able to, 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 to blow off blow off socks with this movie man I, i'm looking forward to seeing it and i'm looking forward to see what he's gonna do with it and Rodimus76 comes back with another article. Maybe, Solbro, you can shine light on this because I'm a little confused by the title. He has something here from Slash Film. Or no, not Slash Film. Uh, we got this cover.com that says there's going to be a Transformers reboot with reportedly being set in the 1980s with Megatron as the villain. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought Bumblebee <laughs> was the Transformers reboot or soft reboot or, or whatever. Am I what, incorrect on that? Or? Well, I think they're coining it as a reboot because they they've been talking about uh, that Bumblebee is a is a kind of a soft reboot on its own, right? And, and it yeah. kind of is, but it does tie into the movie universe that we know, but it also mm -hmm. doesn't. So it's a, it's a bit of a schism. So they could go on its own path with that. And if Bumblebee was kind of a quiet pilot for a actual full blown Transformers movie set in the eighties because Bumblebee took place in uh I think eighty seven. Mm -hmm. So they then they, they the way that movie ends, the Autobots and uh the Autobots are, are arriving on Earth at the very end. So they could definitely well, just jump from that point into a film and that would be great. Well the way the way that they have this uh, from the article here, it says the next film in the franchise will be set in the nineteen eighties and act as a continuation of sorts of Bumblebee with Haley Seinfeld returning as Charlie. So it's linked to that movie. Additionally, they're being told that Megatron will act as the main villain. Good. And the movie will consider it a soft reboot of the series with the Michael Bay films reportedly being ignored. Yes. But, Yay. But they weren't ignored in Bumblebee. I'm, they were. I'm not they, understanding they, 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 the... they did share love for the Bumble for the for the Bay movies in that. But, yeah, I'm uh... not understanding the connection here. Like it so you're connecting it to Bumblebee, which is placing some credence on the Bay movies, yet now this movie that's a continuation of the movie is not going to, is going to ignore those movies? I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, don't I, I don't understand that, but yeah, I mean, okay. they they can they can they can suddenly make them non-canon, but uh, at the same time, yeah, it is Bumblebee has his feet in both sides of the 
of the of the right. situation. But and it I looks like they're gonna just completely remove themselves. Nice. Yeah, I think that's what made it kind of nice because isn't the theory that because you had Agent Simmons in it, and then what is it? John Cena's character they thought. Yeah. Is the is that like grizzled general that showed up in like all the Bay movies? Yeah. <laughs> that same like he was just, like especially in the first one when they had the the first attack on yeah. the military base in the Middle East. So I, I still think the things that happened in Bumblebee happen is just that they're using it as a jump off point. They could just say, okay, we're starting a new timeline basically from Bumblebee. That's gonna kind of uh, spe- gonna go, it's gonna change things and it's gonna be more in line with the. Uh, 80s cartoon because it's a well, if you're gonna, gonna do, if you're gonna do a new timeline yeah jj do it oh jj the the, the, the kelvin timeline the kelvin JJ. timeline this one we could call the uh of the charlie timeline <laughs> yeah or the smiths or the the freaking morrissey timeline the morrissey timeline <laughs> there's just nothing but morrissey and the smiths my yo, god yo my girl was all I, about I, that I, shit boy I, I wasn't i wasn't hating on it but i'm like damn it's like I guess, this, I guess the Smiths need to. I guess they need. They got some hospital bills or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had some dope taste of music. That's all I'm going to say. I, I thought. Oh no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the little. But I was just very surprised that there was so many Smiths on. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Because usually in in movies like that, they do a smattering. Yeah. You know. And there was. I mean, you had Duran Duran in there. You had. Uh, no, they else? did. But you, but my point is, is you usually have. Like, charts you, you know what i'm saying yeah yeah true it, it's a bit yeah. it's a bit less consistent you don't have like two songs from the same artist or three songs in the same artist but it was clear that her character was a fan and they probably wanted to show some love to the smith so it's that. like, that's pretty cool was there any nikes in this because it, he is phil knight's kid right um <laughs> the <guy> that... <laughs> you know what i think the neighbor kid probably wore some the the kid that the, the boy that had a had a crush on Charlie probably wore a pair but yeah he, the, <laughs> Travis Knight man Travis Knight did direct this man, man so it's, it's heartbreaking because Travis Knight was uh I forget he was pegged to direct uh, a movie that he got taken off of recently let me hear it see Travis Knight it was a big movie too but they took him off of it because oh it's gonna be Uncharted yeah but uh, Uncharted dog uh, they they uh, decided yeah. to go back to the drawing board with that now. Now Spider Man's supposed to be Nathan Drake, right? Yeah, uh, he's supposed to be Nathan Drake. They're going with a uh, younger Nathan Drake, and I, I forget who's going to be playing Sully, but it was another big actor playing Sully as well. Yeah, somebody crusty. <laughs> well, Sully's going to be a little Sully. younger too, as far as I know. But uh, man, Matthew McConaughey, he oh. he'd actually would be a good Sully. <laughs> he needs to get fatter, but he he would actually be a good Sully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nathan. All right. Oh, it's going to be Mark Wahlberg. Your boy Mark Wahlberg was going to... Yeah, he was going to be Sully, man. Oh he God. may still be. Oh Transformers. <laughs> you're looking for the... You're looking for the treasure of Francis Drake. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate on Mark Wahlberg, but... Oh. I really? look forward. I'll look forward to his ass in movies, man. Because no, always... no wonder there's a lot of hate coming out that I'm hearing for this movie. Because it's like Mark Wahlberg, really? I mean, as yeah. Sully. Yep, that's who it was going to be. I, mean, I, I don't know if you played those games, but that's not a Mark Wahlberg character. Like, 
Yo, Mark is getting I, up there I, in age. I, I, I was joking about Matthew McConaughey, but I actually think he would be better. You know, uh, I would say so too. I would say that Matthew McConaughey I mean, <laughs> would be a more ideal Sully than um. Yeah, because it's a guy of Mark like, Sully's like a guy of questionable character, and you know, like you know, he's a good friends with Nathan Drake, but he's like he's just like just questionable, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He always ends up saving him, but he's still kind of. It's like you don't always fully trust him. So Yo, Yo Yazi says, "Get uh, get Sheriff Hopper from uh, Stranger Things to play Sully." No, I, said, I I don't think that's bad actually. Liam Neeson it's is not Sully. Bad, but not every time you need like the the good old time white guy. You need that guy now either. So how, how about Liam Neeson as Sully? Mechasan uh, suggests <laughs> <go>, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Is he gonna threat somebody? <laughs> Neeson. So man, uh, Nick Offerman uh, wouldn't be bad either. I, I love me some Nick Offerman. Actually, that's not a bad one to be yeah. honest with. I think that would actually be pretty. Um, that actually be pretty good. So you know, uh, Garland's kind of Offerman's kind of busy uh, being in uh, Alex Garland's new TV show on uh, FX. Uh, Alex Garland hmm. was the guy who directed Ex Machina, and uh, I forget that movie with. Uh, with Natalie Portman, um, where they go to like some alien planet or whatever, but he directs it kind of like a uh, sci-fi with a with a with a um, cerebral twist, and uh, oh. he's got a show coming on uh, FX called Devs, and uh, Nick Offerman's in it. It's, it's in a, it's in a dramatic role, so it's it's kind of cool. I'm still waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for the Ron, the Ron Swanson spinoff show. Yeah, it's probably gonna happen. I, I honestly <laughs> think so, and it probably be on like because uh, NBC's rolling out that new uh, that new service called Peacock. Yeah, and they're gonna start coming up yeah. with like new new short new shows that are gonna be sh- like short runs, and I'm pretty sure Parks and Rec is gonna get a, a spinoff on there um, sometime soon. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if if he gets one. They just bring back Parks and Rec for another season, you know, a short season, but another season. But they would probably do it. But yeah, man. So- so Rodimus76 comes back with another robot apocalypse story. Of course. And this is from the Geek Tyrant. But this is actually interesting. You, you made the comment earlier that robots are coming for everybody's jobs. Yeah. Well, think about since Warner Brothers will use an artificial intelligence system company to help decide which films to green light. <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard about that. Compared to the the current version, which is you put a bunch of stuff on a dartboard and you throw darts at it. <laughs> I heard about that shit just this week. I was watching the yeah, podcast and close. they talked about that. Yeah, Cinelic. That's Cinelanic, and it's gonna the company's called Cinelanic. Uh huh. And they were gonna use a, they have an artificial intelligence pro- project management system to quote. You know, this this is straight from the business plan. Leverage the system's comprehensive data and predictive analytics to. Guide decision making at the green light stage. Oh wow! Unquote. That is straight from the business plan. Mm-hmm. Um, in a report from THR, they explained that quote the integrated online platform can assess the value of a star in any territory and how much a film is expected to make in theaters and other ancillary streams. So it's all going to be based on making money. <laughs> screw a good story. <laughs> Or, or screw screw an artistic film, and that's so, a, that's the unfortunate. Right. So so yes, say Man. goodbye to films like Ford vs Ferrari because they'll they'll never ever be. <laughs> We're just gonna have these craptastic 
Nah, they'll be on Netflix and Hulu because they're bankrolling movies, man. So are they, they, movies sometimes, of course, get made, and then they go on to uh, the market for being purchased by, by distributors. So that's more than likely going to be how those, those actually, original films are going to get made now. And that sucks because uh, the studios actually, used to bankroll uh, movies like that back in the day. Actually, there's a there's an interesting response from a Zach Stentz on Twitter. He's from, I guess, Slash Film. Mm-hmm. And he says here... The entire Marvel Cinematic Universe was built on John Favreau convincing a bunch of executives that a middle-aged actor not long out of rehab in prison who, was, who had described himself as box office poison even in his earlier 1990s heyday would be perfect for Iron Man. These analytics that perpetrate to tell you which actor is worth and how much in these territories are useless compared to casting in, intentions that end up creating on-screen magic. That is kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> they, they took, I mean, if you if, you were, if chance, you're gonna put a you're gonna put an analytic to Robert Downey Jr. at that time, it was probably a yeah. negative. It was a lot so. working against them, but they took a they took a chance and rolled the dice, and uh, everything everybody brought their A game for Iron Man, and uh, it turned out to be a, a great great kick uh, kickstart for. Well, the there was no pressure. Yeah, that's there true. Was no I mean. pressure. You, you could tell there was no pressure. I mean, if you think about that movie, um, you know. You, you can tell in some ways that it they didn't really know what the future was, so they mm-hmm. kind of put the stinger at the end with Nick Fury, I guess, hoping that if it did get green light, they could go somewhere. But, yeah. you, you know, I mean, what was it? It probably had like a $40 million budget. It doesn't have any. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, there's not a lot of action in that movie. So... I mean, even yeah. even the battle at the end is kind of yeah. So the movie, the movie definitely is is um it's. I mean, it's good. On, it's on, still very on, good. On Robert Downey Jr.'s charm and being mm-hmm. able to 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 capture the audience with 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 his portrayal of Tony Stark. So there's a oh, lot there. Don't forget Terrence Howard. Oh yeah. boy, yo, my my my, my main, <laughs> my main, yo, that yo, Terrence Howard, baby, still salty that he lost that role. Oh but, man. God, he, fucked, a dummy. He, he fucked himself on that one though. So, oops. Yeah. <laughs> How many movies have you done? It's like you oh. wanted, you wanted what an extra five, ten million for one movie, and you've been in what five other movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the brother was uh, smelling his own piss, man, and he thought he, uh, yeah. he thought he thought they should pay him more than anyone else, and it was like, hey, man, whatever. And so we go, we're moving on without you. And that's uh, why you, that's, that's why you, if you're an actor, you do the Sam Jackson. So if they yeah. offer you something, you take it. <laughs> take it, man. My man, my man, Sam. I say, but Sam knows. It's like he does a shit ton of movies, and he's making yeah. money from all of them. And it's like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna just do. I'm gonna do this shit, and uh, it could be a shit movie, it could be a good movie. But you know what? I love acting. Yeah. And I love being on this on the spot. The same thing with Anthony Hopkins. It's like, yo, I'm an actor. I just I go out and I, I'm in a shit movie. He was in the, day. He was in the last the night. Next. Exactly right. Transformers the last night. So. <laughs> He did a string of shitty horror movies too, like a couple years ago. Anthony Hopkins was just like he just could not pick a good one to save his life. But then he'll, he'll pull out an Oscar-nominated role, like uh, out of his ass. So, uh, oh yeah, like in the Two Popes, yeah, exactly I mean, right. Like... <laughs> <laughs> man, he's he's, hey, he's a consummate you know actor, what? man. That's what it is. He needed a new addition to his house so that he did all those horror films. I mean, come on. Michael Caine said it best. He when he did Jaws four, I think no Jaws three D or four, I forget which one. He said this is just to pay for my summer house. He said he knew the movie was <laughs> shit, but he did it so he could get that house, boy. Real estate, baby, don't fuck with it. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yo, my man, yo, Michael Kane, boy, Michael Kane. But yeah, I didn't man. even know there was a Jaws four. I knew there was a Jaws three D, but I didn't know there was a. It's four. I believe it's four because three D was in a um a water park or some shit like like Sea World. Sea World, yeah. yeah. And four four was like on an island somewhere and yeah. Jaws the yeah. Revenge. Yo, Rob Adler with the with the with the scoop. Yo, Rob, shout out to you, sir. But yeah, Jaws right. the Revenge. That was the one. And finishing up with some sad news. Rodimus76, he, he gets it from actually a Canadian news website, so this is appropriate. Uh, of course, last Friday, the death of legendary of uh, Canadian legendary drummer of Canadian supergroup Rush, Neil Pert, dying from brain cancer at 67. And I mean, <clears throat> I knew he was sick. I had heard he was sick, but I didn't realize it. It was something like this. And I mean, talk about like... I don't know if people out there don't know who this guy is and just look up Neil Pert drum solos. <laughs> I mean, whew. I mean, uh, there was probably a two hour drum solo going on right now in heaven from this guy. So, oh, yeah, dude. I mean, probably considered probably the best, I would think, right? So, bro, I yeah. mean, AZ's there's a lot it. of great drummers, and they I call mean, him the professor for a reason. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's, read about what he did. I mean, this this is a person that just sought perfection, and it was like at one point he was considered one of the best drummers around. Then he completely changed his style of drumming and became even better. <laughs> <laughs> he went from like the right. He went from like the traditional like overhand grip to like the. Or from the overhand grip to like the traditional uh, hand grip, and it's like a completely different style because it was like something used for like jazz and swing bands, and he incorporated this to a rock band. So, um, yeah, it was definitely definitely sad news. To that, yeah, man. So he was super unconventional with his style, as you mentioned, man. He was uh, he was definitely a pioneer for a lot, especially for a lot of people. Primary lyricist of that band too. I mean, it's not only very rarely does the drummer really mean that much to the band, but in a lot of ways, he was he was the soul of the band because he wrote most of the songs. Wow! And yeah, he was he was the primary lyricist. Like I that, know that. I mean, yeah, I know Getty Lee did most of the. He, he was on the mic most of the time, but I didn't realize that well, he, Pert was yeah, the, was, was, the, singer, was the writer. Came, yeah, when it came to the lyrics, yeah. Neil Pert did pretty much all of them. Wow, except good for the, shit. for, like, maybe the first album. Yeah. I think the first album, he they didn't. Because Rush is weird, because if you listen to, like, their first album, Getty Lee sounds like a poor man's Robert Plant. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They're like a poor man's Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, seriously, they do. They do. I mean, they, 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 they've got to have an inspiration and a start somewhere, and they just branch off. Oh, and, yeah, and, why wouldn't you? Robert Plant and Led Zeppelin, come on. That's a I tough mean, act to follow, man. That's the greatest act. band ever. I mean, there you go. Sorry, Beatles. When, when people talk um, about the Beatles or the Stones, it's like, nah, man, Zeppelin, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I put the Beatles and the Stones up there, but Led Zeppelin yeah. created, they basically created two genres of music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they created wizard metal and pretty much hard, hard heavy metal, not like Heavy metal, I think, is a, it's attributed Black Sabbath, but all I um, know is I heard a phrase once: "No one does American music like the British." Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> yes. 
they prove that shit every fucking time. Every time. But uh, yeah, man, freaking uh, yeah, props to uh, to Neil Pert. And may you rest in peace, man. He's an inspiration to a lot of people. And uh, just to hear him on the drums, man, he's just... He's he's definitely a one of a kind cat, man. I, I'm sorry that he's gone, man. And I'm, I just I just know he's he's definitely yeah. Um, if you if you've never heard this people. stuff, listen to it. I mean, the, the guy put it to you this way: in the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, he's a character who actually his drumming is so powerful that it, it raises people from the dead. Damn straight, <laughs> Damn. which which showed you the the most evil of text to me he's like too bad like about an hour after he's dead he's like too bad he couldn't do this for himself oh wow wow <laughs> and shows that yeah. clip from the aqua teen hunger force that movie, is that so. is show that is so show yeah that was definitely evil show there Woo, so. the evilest uh, but there's one more story if you refresh the page by the way uh oh is there let me, yeah, let me yazi yazi submitted something uh oh, last man last breaking second, news baby. Oh no! Adekiano having a fallout with Gainax. What's this? Because they're a bunch of child molesters. Um, <laughs> you onto something? <laughs> oh, am I? Oh, yeah. It says here, Anime News Network. Adekiano wrote an article for the Business Magazine Diamond in reaction to Gainax were uh, arrest. Yeah, that was what we were talking about. Ano expressed his sympathy. To the victims of Malaki, Maki's alleged acts of quasi-forcible indecency and reiterated distancing in the production team of Evangelion from Kynex. <laughs> so he's doing some damage control. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I know we're kind of, we kind of helped to create this studio, but yeah, we're, if, if you're going to bring them down, don't bring us down. So yeah, that's, exactly. he, he talked to his lawyers. <laughs> This is a smart move because uh, there's some fuck shit going on at Gynax right now. So I can't yeah. blame him at all, man. And uh, so. yo, shout out to Show. He says Russ Rush lost their white mage. Yeah, that's well said, Show. That's well said. Pretty much. Good Pretty shit, much. Man. Good stuff. Good but, stuff. Um, yo, shout out to Ed the Crimson, by the way. I see you, Ed. Good game. Good uh, game. Welcome, sir. And uh, back to you, sir. All right. So thank you, everyone, for those submissions. And if you ever have any news articles, you can always go to the uh, Neo's listener submitted news articles thread in the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk forum. And uh, so, bro, anything before we go into Rise of Skywalker? No, man, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to talk about this movie. Let's do this. So, I'm going to take it for. I don't think we really need to go too much into synopsis because the, no. the movie's made a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. So Everyone's seen it. <laughs> most people if you haven't seen it, go see it. On. Yeah. <laughs> In conclusion, it is basically the end piece of the nine movie, what's now being called the Skywalker Saga, which basically shows the evolution of Anakin Skywalker from a kid to Jedi to Darth Vader from back to uh, being good and his offspring and the fall of the Empire and the, um, the, 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 rise of the new republic and then the rise of the new order and then whatever and then the emperor comes back and the what is it the what would, what did he call it the first it wasn't the first order but it was the first oh the uh the final, the final the final order the final order yeah, yeah. i believe so yeah that was what he and decided then, to call it and then um you know now the the end of the Skywalkers, because uh, Luke is dead, Leia is dead, 
and but they now have a new adopted daughter, Ray, who's now Ray Skywalker. So I guess it, it really hasn't concluded. So who knows? She adopted uh, herself. <laughs> she adopted herself. Yes, there you yes. Go. That was. Uh, but um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's basically it. We know. We we know uh, everything in there, so uh, I guess we'll kind of go uh, to you, Soul Bro, first. What are some things that you uh, that kind of stood out for you on Rise of Skywalker? Uh, just to put this out there, I enjoyed my first viewing of the film, um, oh, but so you've not, seen this multiple times. I've seen this twice, and so yeah. you're you're one of the keys to making it a billion dollar. Yeah, viewings. yeah, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, um. When it comes down to it, I had issues with this movie, man. I had a lot of problems, and I think the chief. Well, of... you don't get don't get any issues yet. What are some okay. of the things? The things uh... that I liked, uh, I yeah. I did like, um, I like Kylo's thread. I will say this: Kylo is probably the most consistent character through all three all, all three parts of the saga. When it comes mm. to it, he's probably the character that matters most. Um, I didn't think he should be redeemed. But he, they found a way to do it, and I thought it served his character pretty decently. So I, I give him, I give him a uh, a pass on that. Um, but ultimately, uh, Kylo uh, in his in his thread throughout all three movies, I thought you don't was like solid. the Dragon Ball Z ending. Give me your energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little anime. I gotta say that shit. But um, yeah, that was that was fine. Uh, and seeing the the uh, the member berries at the end with all the ships showing up. I thought that was cool. You get to see the Razor Crest in the uh, in the Armada. You get uh, the Razor Crest from uh, Mandalorian, which we'll talk about later. Uh, you also get to see uh, the Ghost from Rebels. You can see all sorts of ships from all sorts of different Star Wars shows in the past. But where's Ezra? Ezra. Where's Ezra, man? He's not dead. It's good to know. He's not yeah. fucking dead at all. Where's Thrawn? I like the fact that uh, they did have a moment with all the different Jedi talking to Rey because they they promised that there was going to be something like that. But uh, after hearing that, uh, initially they shot a they scene. They even had Kanan. I couldn't yeah. believe I heard yeah. Kanan. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, Kanan, they had, um, what's her name? Uh, Ahsoka. He wasn't Ahsoka? even technically a Jedi. He was, Ahs- he, he was <laughs> one, I mean, he was trained, but he, was never, he never technically became one. Ahsoka technically wasn't either because she got drummed out of the, uh, she left the yeah. order, right? So, yeah, but her voice was in it, too. So, uh, mm-hmm. the, the spoilers, Ahsoka's dead, y'all. <laughs> she's dead by the time we get to uh episode nine so yeah that's yeah, that, that. got a lot of people pissed yeah it does but i mean i hope she goes out big maybe we'll get to see that in one of the tv shows but i wish so she would have said there. me I w- it would have been great if she would have been me and sky man or sky guy i thought <laughs> you could do this right <laughs> yeah man um yeah she's in there um so is um some of the some of the jedi i guess from uh, the the prequels and the Clone Wars are in that voiceover as well. Like, there's a breakdown. If you can find a screenshot of the credits from the movie and every person who voiced the character in that in that in that montage of voices, uh, Samuel Jackson's in there. Uh, so Mace yeah. Windu made the cut, uh, and so did uh, Liam Neeson. So is I believe it's audio, is too. or is it just audio that they grabbed from people? Yeah, it's I audio. Mean, like... But here's the thing: they actually brought them on the set and had them record scenes of them being oh, okay. Force Ghosts, but they didn't use that in the end. They decided to scrap that, maybe because they thought it was going to take up Director's too much time. Cut. And the movie's well, so a two long. and a half hour movie. <laughs> yeah, it's mad long. But uh, that, that would be is... cool. They even brought in Hayden, Hayden, uh, Hayden Christensen, who voiced yeah. uh, Anakin in that in that in that montage. They brought him in as well to film a film a scene in the movie, and they just uh, and did not end up using any of it. So yeah, um, 
it's yeah, that's uh, for the Blu-ray extras. I mean, come I, on. I guess. But there's that. But uh, it was cool to hear that. I, I dug that. Um, I liked uh, the conflict at the um, uh, at the, the ruins of the, of the Death Star. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be cool if they changed up the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland and instead of the ghost that you see at the end, you just have the Force ghost? <laughs> that would be interesting. They could probably give it a... Go ahead. They could probably give yeah, give it a, a, a little bit of a paint job and make it where you just show up with the force ghost and then <laughs> just have it as a new ride. Hey, Sorry, you never know. Ahead. They they could they could give it a new coat of paint and uh and, and renovate that and uh for, the force ghost could end up uh taking uh taking center stage for once. But uh I don't know. Um other than that I thought some of the action scenes were done well, but then Damn, uh bro. Yeah. I mean I, I don't have too much Damn. I mean, I, again, again, it was fast paced. You're, ma uh, you're was, making you're making Palpy proud. It, it the bad <laughs> outweighs the good. You know, it was great to see Billy D. It was great to see Billy D. I love that. Man, you stole was, mine. That that's like yeah. the greatest. Part oh, I'll, of that movie. I'll let you. I'll let you wax about that then. Oh, um, man, but it was great to see Carrie one last time. I'm glad they didn't use CG, at least not on her face. Um, they use they use clips from the other two movies and they just put CG. Clothes yeah, on but her. you know what? So, Some of those scenes you could tell were. Um, you could just tell they 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 didn't look right, but yeah, yeah, they, they looked, had to they do, they had really to do what they. Yeah, a couple of them where she was like holding something, you could tell that originally she was holding something. Else. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and it was kind of the dog with the peanut butter effect where they make the dog talk. Um, yeah, that type of feeling where I know that they're editing around. Uh, leftover scenes from those other from those other movies when they have I think scenes it's the with first, her. I think they said the first movies the or the first JJ movie was the one that they had the, they took the most from. I yeah, believe. they they did, but there was a few from the Last Jedi too. They took uh, not yeah the Last Jedi, but uh, but yeah mostly from the Force Awakens. They pull clips from, but it was so good to see her, and I was glad she was recognized. Yeah. You know the thing about Leia in this movie though is I liked the 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 story reveal that she was uh, a training Ray and B. Uh, was training with Luke, even though the CG for for young Leia didn't look all that great, but they had the sense of at least shaded in darkness. So there was mm -hmm. that. There was that. But it was cool to see young Luke and Leia again, uh, and to know that she had her own lightsaber. But a lot of this shit in this movie is out of the blue, and that was one of those things too. Although you could find that in Legends, so I will say that in the Legends uh, canon, that yeah, that that Leia having a lightsaber and Leia um, uh, uh, training to be a, a Jedi as well is not not a new thing. And I'm glad this movie recognizes it, so that's cool. But uh, I'll, I'll turn it back over to you and uh, let you talk about some of your positives. Well, I mean, for the most part, I actually uh, I thought most of it was actually pretty positive. Of the JJ films, I think this is the best of the JJ films. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, I mean, it, it. I actually enjoyed it a lot. I, I like the fact that, to me, I think that the action is what made it more palatable. Mm -hmm. Because I think one of the problems that you had, especially with the first JJ movie, is you they try to do too much uh, introspective stuff with it, and it's just like just just go at this point. It doesn't yeah. matter. Just name us a bad guy. They're the they're here are the reasons of the rebels, and just um, you know do what you need to do. Um, yeah, Kylo Ren, I I. I'm still mixed about him because he just never really does anything for me. Like I never really got any, um, I don't know. He wasn't like that. Like he was, he, you know, he, his presence just didn't do it for me when it came to being the big bad. 
Um, I mean, I understand his place and things, but he just didn't, you know, he didn't convey like that darkness and just that, like, you know, I'll do, do anything at any cost, even though he was kind of doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually do like the redemption with him and his father. I mean, that was a surprise seeing Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah, so, that was really that was really cool. Um, even even though it was it was a memory, but that was so cool. It yeah. was a cool way to give Harrison Ford a um a, a cameo in this, a better send off than yep. what they did at the first one. Absolutely. And I guess now, I guess he's more of a memory as a Force Ghost. But at this point, who even cares um, if he's a Force Ghost or not? It, it would kind of make sense. He, he's not. He's, he's he, it, it wasn't a Force Ghost at all. It was it was something that Leia's death triggered. In him, and it was it was her last gift to him because she 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 spent the last of her energy to to reach out to him, and it made him have a, a moment of clarity. And then he started to feel the guilt from what he's done, and then he remembered his father and killing him, and then that memory came to life, and he was had like had a one on one with him. It was it was catharsis, and I I, I dug yeah. that. I did it. I did enjoy that. That's one of the things I did enjoy about this. Absolutely. And I can't believe Solbro, you skipped over Baba Frick. Oh, Baba I mean, Frick. Come on, it was one of the best parts. I mean, that was that was the good that was the good part of you know the good like Star Wars humor with like the crazy characters. I mean, yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Fun fact: she's she uh, Baba Frick is voiced by uh, the woman who played Moaning Myrtle in uh, in the Harry Potter movies. So if you guys remember oh. her, yeah, same lady. So yeah, and the voice is super familiar. So I was like, yo, oh, that, that's got to be her, man. Good shit. So yeah, that was good. And then, of course, the return. I mean, come on, the guy got shafted in what the two other movies? Yeah, man. And, come on, Lando, Lando, <laughs> and being as cool as ever. I Absolutely, mean, still, still got it. Still just looking good, um, and just you know, just got that charm. Um, and gets a good send off again with him kind of reprising his role in Return of the Jedi, but you know whatever. Um, that that was that was definitely cool to see. Um, I do kind of like the fact that we get a I, we get pretty much closure in all this. Like mm -hmm. it seems like all of the um, all of the original characters are gone. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm kind of good with that at this point i mean the prequels um, did that too the except, prequels. except for lando but yeah um you know the way they show lando at the end he's just ready to go help that girl find who her who her father is and, and i guess all the uh, uh, internet speculation as it's his daughter because i guess in i guess in legends or something like that he daughter that got stolen or something like that so. i think so yeah and they just kind of yeah. they kind of just they threw that in at the last second and yeah, let me let me not get yeah, whatever yeah <laughs> go ahead sorry go ahead yeah i mean um in some ways it was kind of oh i was kind of okay with the return of palpy of palpatine were you because <laughs> some ways he kind of went out weak in Return of the Jedi. So, I mean, for a guy that was able to plan the whole Clone Wars to take over everything, you it makes sense that he would have some type of contingency plan if he was overthrown or whatever. Um, yeah, I guess they could have uh, they could have 
described it a little bit better, but I'm at a point where I'm like, it's a Star Wars film. What am I expecting? You know, <laughs> I'm not expecting like, uh, you know, um, real life accuracy with things. So, you know, it's, it's, it's one. Of, I mean, if you're going to nitpick stuff, you can nitpick a new hope because you could, there's all types of things were in there where it's like, you could tell that was kind of a one-off movie, but then it did so well, oh, yeah. they were able to do the sequel. So, I mean, sure. Eh, whatever, you know, who, who cares? <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, I think it was kind of interesting that they made it, they actually redeemed your boy Snoke. I mean, the fact that he was Did just they a clone. though? It was just a clone. He was, he was just a Yeah, puppet. but it was better than him just being some guy that just showed up. I mean, I, I thought it was more, I think it was better within that. I mean. I, I didn't have a problem with him getting murked in uh, The Last Jedi. I thought that was a great, a great twist. Yeah. And then, and then Kylo's running shit. Cool. Because it, it shows that he has to step his game up and be the be the big bad, which is like, yo, that's 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 really dope for his character. But then to find out this guy was just a fucking puppet to manipulate Kylo the whole time, oh Jesus! But anyway, well, you kind of you kind of figured. I mean, even from the Force Awakens, you kind of knew he was there just to manipulate Kylo Ren. So I yeah. mean, I didn't. It wasn't like that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, but go ahead. I, sorry. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the kind of reminded me the end battle or the thing within the within the temple reminds me of the part in rebels where they're in that temple and towards the end of the show and adversaries in that temple and he um he actually like um, kind of communicates with the uh the emperor so i i kind of like that because it made me it, it kind of tied within that so oh yeah but um yeah, I mean, it ended and and I was pretty satisfied. So I, I mean, I thought it was pretty good there. So, but um, I guess so, bro. We can go into some of your your laundry oh. list of gripes because oh, I got a long one. So just yo, my my remember my vineyard my vineyard of gripes. Yo, I see you. Yo. <laughs> and those let, gripes let me, are let me mad. Guess. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mad get, sour. I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna get one of them off table. Your oh, boy wait. wasn't developed enough. Your boy Finn. Yes, let's what we just, let's jump yeah. right into that right there. Um, I did like the fact that he ran into the other stormtroopers. That uh, I thought that was one of the better aspects of the movie. That other stormtroopers did um, also feel um, a conflict of uh, of uh, they escaped. Uh, yeah, yeah, they escaped, but they also they felt guilt about what they were doing, and it's like, yo, we don't want to do this anymore. And they mutinied, and they they mutinied on 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 their commander took over the ship, and then they crash landed where they were. So it's like, yo, that's kind of cool. I'd love to see that story. But um, what annoyed me is that I wanted Finn to be that that person that people reference and say, yo, this guy did it. Why can't we? Because Finn became famous. He became infamous, and um, because of what he did in the first of the three films, and Phasma was after his ass, so she was, you know, getting the word out that you know we got to take him down. So I would have loved him to take a take a role. Whereas, like, yo, there's other people. Like, I wanted him to be an advocate for stormtroopers and say, yo, we don't have to kill these guys. We can kind of um, try to figure out how that we can get them to 
the turning uh, turn on them because they've all been they've all been shanghaied. I mean, that's what you do with the time between movies. Yeah, that's but... what you do with the time between movies. You could you could have had an arc where Finn was already doing that, yeah. and 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 that would have been cool. It would have actually brought his character really, full that's circle. Right with him, and I mean, no, I, I he think... was he was basically comic relief. And yeah. it's, and and it's. It, I can see that more. Yeah, yeah that's, a, fucking, that's a bit better. Right. Fucking Lando was a comic relief when he was in the trilogy. He had some comical moments, but he was always that cool dude that you rolled with. But Finn, it was like just a joke most of the time, and it's like, man, come on. He he re- repeated his story in Last Jedi. It's the aspect of Last Jedi I don't like is that Finn pretty much repeated his whole plot line from the first of the three movies. And so in this one, I expected some real development and closure. I hated the shit that he said to Ray, where I have to tell you something, and then he doesn't get around to telling her. And then JJ later on says that he was going to tell her that uh, tell Ray that he was force sensitive. It's like bullshit. He was going to tell her that he was in love with her because he's had the Google eyes for that chick ever since things uh, ever since this whole trilogy has started. And um, it's fine if they didn't get hooked up because I didn't mind him being with Rose, but Rose got completely shitted on in this film. She barely had any lines in this. Fucking Charlie from Lost had more lines than he did. <laughs> that she did. Real talk. She, he literally had more lines than Rose did. And um, it's, 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 it's frustrating because I thought Rose was a dope character. You know, um, she, some people don't like The Last Jedi and they'd rather see that character go die in the fire. But I thought Rose was a nice addition and I would have loved to have seen more of her in this one. And she just got slept on, man. But that's part of the problem, though. There were too many characters. No, and, not really, because I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, 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 nah, because, yeah, uh, there are, I mean, there are too many characters. There was a lot of characters I mean, by the time we got to the, the Return of the Jedi, but they, that movie managed. <laughs> you had, mm. you had all the people in the Rebellion, you had, but, uh, you had Lando, you, you had Needham, yeah, all this these guys. a little, this one was a little different, because you're having, you're, you're basically having the old characters go away. And the new characters ascend into their roles, so I get it. I mean, they um, could have done. They could have done better, man. They could have done yeah. better. Ah, I, I mean, I, but really, what what was she even in the resistance? Like, what, was she anything high up? They made her like an assistant to 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 what's her name uh, to to Leia, which is like no, she should be in the action with the rest of them. She should have rolled with them when they left to go to that planet to go see. But she was, to but go she see... was made assistant. She was an administrative assistant. Yeah, so. and and she just got belittled in that film. She got she got pigeonholed to being like just staff, and I didn't think that was cool because she was rolling with Finn all throughout the all the second film. So it just it seemed like they did her a disservice, man. My my personal feelings about it. I, I never, I never got the whole gripe about her i thought it was an okay character like i don't mm-hmm. really have a problem with her but i also what i saw of her in the last jedi i didn't be i wasn't going to be like oh my god i can't wait to see what they do with rose in the next movie like i think she was an okay character but eh. i don't know i mean well, different I, people different things yeah different strokes I mean, for different I, folks i guess yeah but i mean yeah, i actually I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've seen that whole thing, but I, you know, the whole controversy with that, and it's like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, that movie had a lot going on in it, so I, I don't know where you actually put it, put her in it to make it in without it actually being longer. Well, I should and, bring this up then, because uh, a lot of this this news just broke this week. But uh, Colin Trevorrow's script, for those who don't remember, Colin Trevorrow is the director of Jurassic World. And he was slated to direct Episode 9. And he also was slated to write the script for Episode 9, him and his writing partner. Well, they did. 
And when they did, it was actually, uh, they finished the script several days before um, Carrie Fisher passed away, actually, back in uh, 2016. Turned it in, and uh, uh, both Catherine, Kathleen Kennedy and uh, Bob Iger said it was too inside baseball. Um, they made a lot of references to the Clone Wars and locations in that and other places, and they thought it was just too inside uh, to put that movie out. So they decided to scrap that and move on. But that script leaked this week, and sure enough, um, it is, uh, it's getting around and a lot of people are finding it to be a far more entertaining, um, uh, version of episode nine than this one. But, uh, but it's but also biggest... words verse. It's also words sure. verse. Sure. It, it's unproduced. And, and... So uh, there's a lot of unproduced yeah. scripts in Hollywood. I mean, and there's one thing, but, the, the, but the point I'm making is that Rose was a much bigger player in that story. And she was okay. an active character than that. And they made it work with all the characters they had to work with. So I don't see why Abrams couldn't have done it. But you, and... but you also know that you also know that, and you're falling into the trap because mm -hmm. if they would have made that and wrote a bigger portion, it would have come at the cost of somebody else, and then somebody'd be like, "So you, to be honest with you, you can mm -hmm. never really win these arguments, yeah, and you can it, never really win this stuff because, and that's what exactly what it's happened. a what it's a what if situation, because, and because I, I you clearly do this. Mm -hmm. No, but this happens all the time. They'll do this, and then they would focus on her, and maybe they cut off Poe a little bit, and then be people, oh, well, Poe was not, you know. So it's, it's, I, I mean, it's whatever it is, but, sure. um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. And I, with references to the Clone Wars, I mean, really, I mean, there's yeah, references it, to the, there was references to the other movies. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know I don't, why they would... I don't I don't see there, there had to be more. There had to be more to it than just it was too. You know. The, the big wigs at Lucasfilm have been gun shy when it comes to the extended universe that they've created in their TV shows and the and the books that are canon and all that stuff. They don't like to use any of it. It's like, well, the movies are the movies, and we're just going to try to keep it to what's been seen in the movies. But it's like, no, you're building something. You might as well reference it. You don't have to explain shit. It's like they're going to a location. It's gonna people are going to jump out their seats if they recognize the location. But it's not that big of a deal if the people in the audience don't. If they don't know the significance, maybe they will check out Clone Wars later. And then say, yo, that was in fucking episode nine. But it well, doesn't maybe, have to... Maybe, maybe they just feel that because it kind of worked for Marvel for a while, where you could TV shows that weren't really interconnected to the movies or connected to the movies, mm -hmm. and everything seemed to be okay. Maybe that's maybe that what was their thinking with that, but what? I don't know. I don't know, but uh, but my Anything one of my else? one any, of my one of my issues? one of my biggest problems with this film is the thing that you like, which is Palpatine out the blue. How yeah. in the fuck did he survive that reactor exploding? That doesn't like this should no one should survive that shit. That is insane. No one, no one would. But for a guy that create did did that was able to orchestrate the whole takeover that he did. In mm -hmm. some ways, I was like, it would make sense that he would have some type of contingency. But yeah, I mean. But it's it's almost the same way of like after the you know seeing the prequel, did did Obi Wan actually know he should have known C three PO and R two D two, and you know it's like the same stupid thing. So I well, I get so, what you're saying. Some I people mean, speculate it, that it, that the version that was killed by Darth Vader was a clone anyway, and and because he's making clones of 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 of, of um. Uh, Plague, not Plagueis, but uh, what's his name? Uh, Snow. Snow. So yeah. why not make one of himself they can control remotely and then have them yeah. sitting on the throne? So that could have happened, but the movie doesn't explain shit at all. It says the dead rise, 
And we just yeah. have to accept that Palpatine's back in the crawl. Not any explanation at all. He's been hiding in the dark this entire time, manipulating things. And I was like, dude, this is Emperor Palpatine. He ain't hiding it for shit. He's just going to come back stronger the next time. Yeah, but he, he is hiding for shit because he did that for three movies. Apparently I mean, so. He, but he, I just. He, it, he it, know, it it, to me, it seems that he just pulled him out of the ass <laughs> and put him in this film as the antagonist. Um, and, I, think it, I, think it, I think it was a way they probably did it because they show how um, the force is there and you know how it's such a formidable thing because it, it actually kind of plays into the way that they end the film where the, the, the light side is stronger than the dark side and all that. I mean, so... sure. I, I get it. I mean, but you also like explanation on everything. So I don't know. They could. Uh, they could. They could come up with a clever way they to explain. They could have done something. He's, he's the movie's big bad. They have to explain why he's there. I mean, that that's a huge leap for me because I, I see bullshit yeah. happen in anime. I've watched anime for years, TV shows for years, and they pull bullshit like this too. Don't get me wrong, but this is Palpatine. We have thought he's been dead for years, and for him to just be back all of a sudden. And and there's been no hint of him being back in the other two movies. They didn't even have to like be 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 uh, hamfisted with it. They could be subtle with the fact that he was still around pulling the strings. But there was no inkling that that was going on in those other two yeah. movies. And it didn't seem like the direction they were going until they decided to go this way. And that leads me to my next thing. This movie has barely any jump off from the Last Jedi, and I got a big problem with that because the Last Jedi they try to kind of just sweep a, sweep under the rug most of the stuff that the Last Jedi covered, and I know that a lot, some people didn't like that movie, but a lot of people did like it. The box office well, that shows was, that it did. Yeah, but that that was management direct. So I mean, sure, that, because they were trying we to get that, a hold. We knew of that the, was going to happen. Yeah, the backlash and all the all the fuckers out there that wanted to wanted to fucking just torch Lucasfilm yeah, I mean, because of that, and it's like no, it's a movie. The the the, the um, Empire Strikes Back had its critics back in the day. I saw a video from Hello Greedo, great channel by the way. He did a video where he went back and showed a lot of the articles of people shitting on the Empire Strikes Back because of sure. the stone, yeah. because of the fact that it did dark things, too dark, and all yeah. that stuff. And people, so, some critics hated hindsight's it. Always, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Absolutely, but it's just that you're in that moment. But now people's opinions get to go thrown on the internet right off the bat, and then you get this this fervor that gets built up, and then people. Just Decide to shit all over the film as if it's no good, and I think the Last Jedi is a is an awesome, solid movie. It may not be the best. I still think the Force Awakens is the best of the trilogy, um, in my opinion. But I appreciate the for, uh, the really? Last Jedi for what it is. Yeah, I, 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 just, I guess I guess that's it's the most it's the closest to one of the original films. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a cover. 2.0. It's a cover I mean, song. I'm not gonna lie. The Force Awakens yeah. is a cover song, straight up and down. But uh, yeah, I, my, I guess my last gripe. Because I, I've got a million, I won't keep you uh, going there. Yeah, uh, please don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, go, one other thing about Palpatine: How did he have an armada of ships? Who built them? <laughs> Who built he those guys? Well, contractors. We covered this in clerks. We <laughs> covered this in clerks, man. Yo, where did the resources come from? Like, those ships came out of the ground. Really, I, really, you're, you're worried about that? I mean. Uh, the, the Look, I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm being a, being a, a, being a, 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 a killjoy, but okay. I, I just, I just, yeah. I just put it to the fact of he was so <laughs> manipulative and mm -hmm. so diabolical that it doesn't make it makes sense to me that maybe he did have stuff like 
so I didn't have too much of an issue with that because I just look at him when he was in the, the prequels. And, I mean, he, he, he misled the Jedi for, what, two and a half movies? Yeah, I but mean, we saw that happening. We saw I, that. That's the, the... I know, but that... The, but So I, I get it, but, you know, this is just something that happened off screen. That you Hell, didn't you see watched the Clone Wars, so you even saw more of it. Yeah. <laughs> on that too so you yeah. can see his so, machinations at work uh it's but, it's crazy but yo yup says yo he built them with the force yeah <laughs> and, and probably he got some good contractors he, he did you know yo, shout out to kevin smith but um okay my last gripe is this jj abrams and this ties into the whole not tying into the last jedi or trying to sweep under Brad the rug most of yeah, he 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 said he built that fleet and made the Jedi pay for it. He probably did. <laughs> he did. And that's probably right. Yeah, I mean, he he, he's, yes, he did it with Jedi force crystals. <laughs> there you go. But uh, this ties into uh, my last thing. Ties into uh, the fact that this movie doesn't doesn't segue too much off of the Last Jedi, and that's because J.J. Abrams decided to make his own second movie and cram it into this one. Because half of this first movie yeah. is almost like episode 8 done over again. And then... It's 8.0. 8.5. And then the second half of this movie is a proper episode 9. And it, the pace is thrown off because of that shit to me. It's fast-paced. But they don't spend enough time on character development to really get me. Like, Ray comes off completely like a Mary Sue in the end. And I was hoping that would not be the fucking story. Um, there's elements to her character, but she doesn't... They don't, they don't show us the reason why she's so powerful and why she's so such a phenom with her abilities. And I wanted these actually, movies to that, eventually actually, get Actually, I like the fact that she was the granddaughter of Palpatine. Because to me, that actually... I like that too. Made I, the, I, I, it made the most sense. Because I'm yeah. like, okay, it makes, this, makes sense that she's so strong in this and whatever. It's like, this dude was all... You know, I'd have been fine to his son. Yeah, I was. I, mean, I was fine I with, was that cool with that reveal. Absolutely, I was fine with that reveal. I it, it would have been better in a world where Palpatine wasn't the final villain of this shit. But if she was the the granddaughter of Palpatine, I'm cool with that. And if she has innate powers because she's the granddaughter of Palpatine, that's fine. But you still have to do Jedi shit. You need training. And although she was having training, she was doing crazy shit in Not the other two movies. Baby and I was, Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda does Jedi shit, and we don't know. He, he don't do force lightning. He have, and, uh, <laughs> he's not. He's yeah. not perfect with a lightsaber off the off the rat off the rip. We don't know yet. We haven't seen. seen David put one in his hand. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> haven't he hasn't got one yet? Yo, Baby Yoda, though. Okay, but uh, yeah, do, I, do the thing with the hands, baby. Do the thing with the hands. <laughs> Well, yes, but yeah, I I hated the fact that JJ decided it's like, yo, I'm gonna write something Man, uh, I can't that I think is fitting. And, right? I can't believe you love, love one of his movies, dude. I'm mind fucked. So, I, I just I did. I loved it. You enjoyed. I, one, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> man. Man, you 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 shat all over. Uh, it, was, it was it was much better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I, it was a fun movie to watch, man. And I, I was I was and, caught and I up think, in the moment seeing the theater, but I think maybe part of it too is because I've watched all the like the Clone Wars and Rebels, and I haven't I've only seen the first season of Resistance. I got to finish season two, but yeah, I need to finish I, season because one. I've watched all that stuff. It 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 seemed a little bit better because. Um, because they had all those homages, thing. So it, it, yeah. 
I, I kind of like that, but um, I mean, yeah. the fact that I heard Kanan, I was like, what? <laughs> it was so dope, man. I'm so glad. Uh, yeah, I was so happy. I'm so I'm so glad Freddie Prince Jr. made it in that movie, man. That, that guy's the shit. Um, at least vocally, he made it in. But uh, a lot of those actors, it was cool to hear. But yeah, ultimately, man, uh, I could pick this movie apart all day. I will say that I, I I enjoyed watching it at the time, and I went into it prepared to 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 dislike the leaps in logic that the movie made because I just heard so much. But I was, there I, does, I, there I, does come a point you just have to let it go. You know? I guess you gotta roll with it, but it's just I can't. It's not even. It's I expected not even so it. it's much better. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I mean, of course, I could sit there and say there would have been things I've done differently throughout the whole three movies. I mean, yeah. I, I think the first one I would have done is not hire J.J. Abrams. Um, <laughs> that would have, have been the first change. But, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, I, I, I think there was good parts. I did like the fact of they gave a little bit more edge to Poe where you, you find out that, like, he's... You know he's a he's a scruffy nerf herder. You know, he's, mean, nerf he's a drug herder, runner. Like, he's a Latino yeah. drug runner in space. Pretty yo, my, much. Yo, yeah. my man, my man Ed pointed that shit out. Is yo? He said. Also, I love the fact that they made a Latino character a drug runner. Like word. <laughs> well, Yazi says in the chat that John Boyega is done with Star Wars too. Well, he better <laughs> not be done with it too much because if his if his career fizzles out, he's sure gonna need that convention money. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? He, I mean, he's, he's still be careful he, with that one. He's not done with Star Wars fans. He's done with the Raylo shippers that decided to be good, to go fucking feral oh, on yeah. him because he didn't he didn't agree with Raylo as a thing. That's like it just doesn't make sense. He said you you guys must like abusive relationships because that's definitely one of them. Yeah. It fits the fucking description. So they got nuts on him, and then he just said fuck y'all and put up this fucking dope ass gif of him like kicking and destroying Twitter's uh, Twitter Twitter responses to him that were fucking uh rude and mean and putting people on blast it's like yo John good shit get him but my, that's that's my guy but I don't think he's done with Star Wars I just think he's done for the moment and uh, he's not going to do a Disney Plus series at the moment he says that uh he's a features guy it's like I'm just he could probably do a movie directly to Netflix or a movie directly to something but he's not going to star in never a say Plus ne- show. Ne- never say never I hope all those, I, people, all those all those after oh yeah after Martin after Martin Scorsese released a movie on Netflix. <laughs> I tell people that brought back Joe more. that brought back Joe Pesci when he said he was retired. So yeah, never say exactly. never. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, so oh, I just I don't even want to hear it anymore. And, and you brought so. up something before we started the show. We were talking about uh, they brought back uh, Wedge. Wedge came back in yeah. this movie, right? Yeah. And and yeah. Dennis Lawson said he was they never going to do another Star Wars. Yeah, they backed, they backed the Brinks truck up to him too. Because so. my man said he was never going to do another Star Wars movie in his not. life, yeah. and this motherfucker was back for nine for all the two seconds. The audience he, he, squealed, and it's like, man, fuck yeah. this guy. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 you know what that you know what that's called, Silver, right? That's called What's a negotiation that? tactic. It is. Yeah, and, and, I'm never going to do this, even though all the fans would love to see you. And so. it help. It helps that his his nephew is Ewan McGregor. It helps yeah. that, and I'm sure you and May had sweet talked him into coming back and, and doing the scene greatest, in this. He is the greatest character ever because he survived the whole entire. As a pilot, every, every major survived everything. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, the Black Cat is right. The whole cast seems a little jaded about the experience. I, I, I think they went through a really rough shoot, and, um, 
I don't think it's out of the picture that uh, that Boyega will come oh, back for, it, for a Disney Plus series. He's dealing with JJ, yeah, I'm sure that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, you got to do this. I think. I think. <laughs> as he as he's sitting there re, as he's sitting there taking reading he's probably watching Spielberg movies off to the side to see what he's doing. How did Steven do it? How did Steven? How did Steven do it? <laughs> <laughs> I I know that um I know that uh with uh with this being done I it, it never say never as Neo said I think that they may uh, one day off uh, show Boyega a dope script for Finn, maybe a side story that's... Yeah, when he's having a hard time Um, for work. You never know. It depends on where he's at in his life and if it's really cool, but I hope he doesn't agree to come back to do some bullshit. I hope he comes back to do something that's really dope for Finn. So I would would hope that would be the case if he's going to do something for Disney Plus or if they do some side movie. All I know is this... uh, Do do the best. Do the best thing. If I was this agent, I'd play nice and then hope you can just do... Uh, animated voiceover work with Finn in it and just call it a day because that's the best work there is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But uh, when, when Seriously, it, that's the best work. I, I will say this, uh, Abrams is pro- this is probably Abrams' last movie in this because he caught a lot of flack. But um, they are eyeing... Yeah, um, he's, he's like a cockroach. He'll, he'll, he'll still be around. I know people Nooses, still love him. Yeah, well, people do. But uh, they are eyeing... Uh, news just broke today that they're eyeing Taika Waititi for a new Star Wars picture. And this will segue into our next subject uh, when we get to it. But uh, Taika Waititi is getting eyed to uh, to do the next... Uh, a, a, another Star Wars movie after he's done with Thor Love and Thunder. So that's really cool. Taika uh, is a great director and I'm Actually, looking forward you know to see what he so, does. Actually, you know what's The way I would describe The Rise of Skywalker... I think mm-hmm. this is the Michael Bay version of Star Wars. The Michael Bay. That's why I like because it was it was constant. It was just you know every, you everything man, was just moving. There was your man, your man, galore. Your man's I mean, good friends I, with your boy Michael Bay. So J.J. Abrams and Michael Bay, I they think, tight, bro. They tight. I think. Yeah, I think. I think Michael <laughs> took him off to the side and was like, okay. <laughs> less lens flare, more explosions. <laughs> going. I mean. You know, maybe you gotta maybe it, you gotta make you gotta make it look like you directed this on meth. I mean, this this is this is there how you I do this. Yeah, like Six yeah. Underground. <laughs> yeah. Yo, such Woo! Yeah, that movie but, was. Uh, woo! That movie's frantic. But anything uh, else on Rise of Skywalker? Uh it's it's it's. Remember, uh, you have to save stuff when you stream video games. So. I I I guess, but uh, no, nah, it, it's it's a fun ride. I just. That was a little empty at the end, and uh, you know what it is. So. I'll tell you exactly. I'll tell you exactly what it is. What's this, up? This we people. This this movie trilogy has been going on for forty years. Yes. I mean, this movie saga has been going on for forty years, and people each time it got bigger, and then when there was a break, and then we got more movies, which we were expecting them to be this and that. And then they didn't. It's the same old thing. The, the sequel trilogy got the, it's it got the same unbridled expectations that people had that they had for the prequel trilogy. And in the end, it didn't go to what they wanted it to be. Not necessarily meaning that it was a bad movie, but I mean, <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think we get so amped about it because we're thinking oh well just think that now they can do things even more than what George Lucas had and part of the reason why like the original Star Wars worked was because George Lucas had to sit there and innovate like practical effects and all storytelling and everything part of the reason he probably told the story the way he did was because he had a limited budget so I mean that's 
that's kind of how it is, I think. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a mixed bag. But uh, yeah, and guess I, what? In a couple months, there'll be a Marvel movie. Care so. There you go. There you go. Black Widow on the way. <laughs> Black Widow. Yeah. Black no, Widow is no on the way. <laughs> so, I see what's your uh, my rating? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 2.75 mystery ships, planet busted ships out of five. Ships out of fucking nowhere. Shout out to Ed, who wrote The Sith Electoral College Built the Ships. Yo! <laughs> he said, and the Sith have their own Electoral College for some reason. Yo, those motherfuckers came in bunches, boy. I didn't even know I didn't even know where, this, where these cats came from, but they were they were, they were were definitely packing the rafters. But uh, what's your thoughts, Dio? What, what is your score? I am going to give it three and a half Hand my man's out of five because <laughs> I, I was <laughs> hand my man. Yeah, well, my man hand. Yeah, I think my... I think that's <laughs> seen Empire Strikes Back in a while. So, but uh, no, I I give it for there you the, go. The pacing helped it. Um, Lando helped it. I mean, come on. I, I I squealed when I saw Lando. I was super excited. I was like. Because I'm like, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, okay, this movie's going on. It's about a half hour in. Where the hell is Lando? I know he's here. <laughs> <laughs> and he shows up in the mask, just like he did yeah, in uh, yeah. it, yeah, he did in Empire. That's all right. Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, right. it was, it was about it. He was about as badly disguised as Return of Jedi. Yeah, that shit was awful. In Return, Woo, yo, yo, Lando. Oh my god, good game. But uh, yeah, there you go, there All you right. go. So that's uh, that's the first half of what we got to talk about. Um, but yeah, and this, the second one Ooh, is uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish up. Uh, we'll talk a, a little bit about the conclusion of the Mandalorian season one. Uh, yeah. We talked about it, I think, what two episodes ago. Yeah, we, we were did. up to season. We were up to chapter four. How about episodes uh, one through after four? After that, there was uh, chapter five, six, seven, and eight. And um, actually, five and six are kind of, um, they're kind of, what are they, what are they called? Solbro standalone stand episodes. episodes. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. episodic. So yeah. one, um, the Mandalorian's looking for some cash, teams up with a young bounty hunter to go after this, this uh, really hard bounty who ends mm -hmm. up screwing him over. And, you know, we get to see more of the, of the Mandalorian taking, uh, taking care of business and uh, more baby Yoda baby Yoda does um, and then uh, the second one or the chapter six was what's what's called the prisoner so it was basically a prison a prison break movie where he's real desperate and he has to get with uh, Bobby from Sons of Anarchy uh, <laughs> as soon as I saw that guy I'm like wait he's always doing like the shady character in these movies and uh, they're trying to break out some um, uh, some guy out of a, a, a New Republic prison barge. So, um, and then of course he gets screwed over, but you can't screw over the Mandalorian because he's uh, he's always one up on you. Um, and then the last two episodes, seven and eight, the Reckoning and Redemption, we see them back uh, to the original planet of Navarro um, to go against to go with the client because they're trying to see what the client wants with uh, Baby Yoda. Oh yeah. Um, hijinks ensue. Uh, then we then Gus Fring shows up. I mean, 
off um, uh, Moff Gideon. <laughs> <laughs> yo, they call him Moff Moffring or yo Moff Gus. That's a that's Moff a, Gus. Yo Moff Gus. Yeah. Yo, that's 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 what I'm sticking with. <laughs> I was having I was having I was having some Breaking Bad uh, flashbacks when he, Hell yeah. when he showed up. Um, but um, we find out that he's kind of the guy running the things there and uh, have a big shootout, a battle, trying to escape, and of course. Uh, the Mandalorian finally gets his jetpack after saying he needed one of those in oh, yeah. an earlier episode. Um, finally gets his crest too, and uh, we finally get to see his face. And yeah. uh, but um, uh, able to take down Moff Gideon, but Moff Gideon uh, uh, survives. Uh, Mando uses his jetpack to take out Moff Gideon's Tie Fighter. He survives. Um, well, we think he dies, but then at the end we see that he survives, and then the big reveal, Moth Gideon has got the Darksaber, which yes. is a weapon that showed up in Rebels that the Mandalorians had. And, it's and the Clone Wars. The, yeah, and the Clone Wars, too. Yeah. So, um, that just kind of breaks it open, and, uh, of course, uh, Mando and, and Baby Yoda are off with some adventures in in the galaxy, so that brings us to <laughs> that'll be season two, which will probably be the end of this year, I would think, right, Solbro? Uh, it's supposed to be the beginning of twenty twenty one. They said oh, uh, okay. they're, they're filming it now, but they don't believe it'll be ready to go until uh, next year. But I certainly hope it's before that. But they don't have the. It, it could be coming out this year. They may they may surprise us, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. So, Solbro, I know up to episode four, we were both loving this show. Did uh, did did you did anything change? Did you like it more or less <laughs> since, uh, nah, since episode my, four when you got to episode eight? My love for the show only continues to grow, and I know one of the, some people's biggest gripe with the show is that it can be uh, it can have a it can dive into its main storyline some episodes. And then uh, have episodic episodes, uh, you know, uh, thrown into the mix. But that's how any good Western is. When it comes down to Westerns, yeah. you don't introduce new characters in your main storyline. You can, but there's so much going on there that you do it a disservice. But if you want to introduce new characters, you do it in the episodic episodes. His nature as a bounty hunter is great because then you can have like episodes on his main thread and then episodes where he's just out doing work. And having to deal with fucking scumbag people. And it, I love episode 6. Like Episode 6 is probably one of my favorite ones in the run. Uh, I, which is funny because episode 5 is probably my least favorite out of all of them. That fucking kid got on my last nerve. I'm so glad when Mando shot him. Good shit. But... Uh, <laughs> but, but episode 6, you have a, you get introduced to Space Bill Burr. Which is great. Yo, freaking... Uh, oh, yeah. What was his name? He looks like a stormtrooper. Hell yeah. It's like... We can call him a, uh, a jackass or some shit. Yo, Bill, yo, this is... this. Is, he comes from Space Boston, y'all. Well, no. I, I found it funny that, like... He's an Imperial... Stor he was an Imperial sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he called like, him wise yo, ass. I wasn't a stormtrooper. I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. It's like, yo, that's... That's Space Bill Burr. Let's go. Let's go. I, it was just a shock because Bill Burr is not even a fan of these movies at all. Like he, he said, Star Wars came like right right at a time where he was like interested in other shit like sports and whatnot. So he didn't really pay too much attention. It wasn't like it sci-fi has never been his bag. So for him to be even cast in this show is yeah, the is the he, biggest he, laugh he for me. Well to his uh, agent because his yeah. agent's like, look, um, 
you do realize that this is more than just playing one character in an episode. This could be <laughs> this could be yeah. an income stream for the rest of your life. <laughs> well, it's not even it wasn't even his agent. It was John Favreau himself because John Favreau yeah. is friends with a lot of comedians, and he happens to be friends with Bill Burr. And uh, and and Bill he asked Bill if he wanted to be on the show, and Bill said, "Yeah." <laughs> It's like fuck it. He doesn't. He never did a, a, something like that before. So it was cool, and he, he became a, a very memorable character in the in the form of uh, I believe his name was Mayfeld, and yeah. uh, it was him. You had Clancy Brown in that episode. Clancy Brown is a fantastic character actor and probably the best Lex Luthor there ever fucking was. And he played the big red uh, alien uh, that uh, yeah. took took a mouthful of that fucking flamethrower. You had my girl Osha from Game of Thrones, or some of you guys are Harry Potter fans. You probably remember Tonk. From uh yeah. from 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 Harry Potter, she played the crazy knife wielding broad, uh whose who, whose uh brother they broke out uh, and then um, uh dude from Sons of Anarchy as you mentioned was in that episode. Yeah. It was loaded with a, a bunch of great people and uh Richard Ayade from uh the it the it uh, the it uh club or whatever I forget what it's called. Um, he was the robot, so that's. That was really cool to see him in that too. But I love that episode. It's a bottle episode, but it's done fantastically well. And it's a standalone episode. But those characters are going to eventually come back and may play a factor in the main storyline. And that's the value of side side story episodes like that because yeah. it helps to flesh out the world. People don't seem to realize that because it's like they, they, they go into the show saying, Well, it's eight episodes. We got to get the goal. We got to get the story going. Everything should be a main story episode. It's like, this is not Breaking Bad, it's a fucking Western. Go back and watch Westerns, for Christ's sakes, if you want to know how this kind of thing works. And it doesn't matter whether it's this, or Cowboy Bebop, or fucking Gunsmoke. <laughs> they all work in the similar fucking fashion. You have a main storyline and a broke-up storyline. So that's a big critique I kept hearing, and it's like, it's not a problem for me. I'm used to the genre, so it's not not, not a big deal. But um, I love how this, um, this storyline does come to a close later on with uh, Moff Gideon and... How uh, we get to uh, see uh, what's his name um, the the client one more time, my man uh, Werner Herzog, and oh, yeah. he says one of the greatest lines in that shit talking about uh, let's uh, have some libations to celebrate yeah. the close of our narrative. It's like yo, he, this guy's the best. He's not gonna live through this episode, is he? <laughs> and sure I enough. I have a feeling that was ad-libbed. Oh my god, dude. That's why Werner Herzog is a treasure. That guy is the best, man. That's what's up. That and, that and Carl Weathers going, Woo! Do the, do the hand yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad Carl lived. I thought they were going to murk him too, I thought, dude. I was going to be mad. I thought, the, I thought the Animal Kingdom was going to get him again. I'm yeah! <laughs> yes! So, you still got like chubs? Yo, my man got the drop on the other bounty hunters, shot those fucks, and then he was in it. He was in it to win it, man. And uh, well, he, he had the best thing. He's like, "Yeah, man, I was gonna betray you, but then the baby did this, and I'm like, <laughs> became the baby's biggest fan, dude." It's... <laughs> yeah, anyway. he was. His, he was like his biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. And once uh, once he healed him, it was like, "Yo, uh, I'm 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 in it with you, man. This is good shit." Um, Gina Carano's character was was gung ho all throughout. I love her character, man. She's not the best actress, man, but she's definitely charmed me as a character, and uh, I love the scene. Well, the character got better. I yeah. actually think the the character they fleshed it out. Yeah, um, you, you got the idea that you started finding out. Damn the 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 rebellion, man. They were um, and and this was kind of brought up during a Rogue One that they did some shady shit. Like they did. You know, in some ways, they were just as bad as the Empire, and you could tell that. 
you know, she basically couldn't go to other certain other planets because they knew what she was because of the tattoos of being a shock trooper for the rebellion. And it's like, uh, you know, the fact that you would you were on the side that won, but then you can't really go anywhere because it yeah. seems like too they were uh, the shock troopers like that. It, it, I get the sense that they were once the rebellion became uh, the new republic, they kind of just threw away any affiliation with those people and were like, you know what, that's not us, and we're they just left them to fend for themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once things get civilized, the people who had to do the dirt yeah. in order to help bring the peace end up getting ostracized. But some people live in violence, too. It's a big reveal for her characters that she's from Alderaan, right? And yeah. shout out to Yazi for reminding me of this. But yeah, uh, she has every reason to fucking hate the Empire, because they blew up her planet mm -hmm. right off the fucking bat. One of the first planet pl planet uh, victims of the, uh, of the Death Star. And it's like, yeah, I can see why she's angry. I can see that she lives mm -hmm. with that anger. And um, I, 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 I love the fact that this is part of her motivation now. But she's also trying to, to be better and be a better person, too. It's just that, you know, she lives a certain way. And it is what it is when it comes to uh, how she lives. But, you know, she might become a bounty hunter next season now that she's uh, rolling with uh, my with man grief. Carl Weathers. Yeah, man, Grief yeah, Carker, baby. The best. Yo, talk about cool ass black dudes from a forgotten yeah. era from from the seventies. We got a yeah. Carl Weathers kicking ass and, uh, and and helping out the Mando in the end, man. It's like the Mando is almost like his son. It's like he wanted to yeah. kill him, but it's like I can't kill you. You're too good. <laughs> but I could ramble on all day, man. What what what? what are your I, thoughts? I hope I hope in season two they have a they could a, a Lando meeting oh, grief. Oh yeah. man, that would be great. Yo, Just, hell yeah. Dude. Just give us, just give us like they did in the last episode with the two stormtroopers at the beginning, mm -hmm. where they're talking about. Yes, <laughs> one of the best. That's, that's that's how you knew it was a tight. That shit was great. <laughs> um, what Some people do? hated it though. Yeah, they're like, we we got we got the baby. Um, anything of what we should do. Um, well, uh, the moth just killed a bunch of stormtroopers, so um, just hold on. <laughs> like, what? Yo, the best, so the like, best line. Like, <laughs> you just want to see them. No, I, I just want to see if you hurt them or not. You, you... <laughs> no, no, you just want to. You just want to see if you. You just want to see it. <laughs> Yo, the best, the best line in that whole the uh, back and forth is uh, when the, the guy was asking to see the Yoda, and he was telling him, "It's like, nah, man. He's like, don't you, don't you want to know what the what the moth wants to do with that?" And the dude says, "No, nah, man. Uh, the moth could want to eat him. For all I care. I don't, I don't ask questions. <laughs> I don't ask questions." <laughs> it's like I, I slaughtered the line, but J it was Jason Sudeikis. And Adam Pally did the voices of those guys, man. And they, their, their back and forth was off the hook. That's how you knew it was I, a Taika Waititi episode because of the fact that because uh, he directed the last episode, Taika Waititi, and uh, it, that that was, so shit like that is his bag in anything he does. Just casual conversation between villains, it's the fucking best. <laughs> that was good, but actually the part where they're like. When they kept calling the other guy on the radio to see if it was okay to go there, it was just like, it was like, they're kind of thinking, like, who the hell are we working for? Like, he just killed the like, <laughs> one guy's like, what do you want? I'm not going to call him again. He just killed a whole bunch of his guys. What do you yeah. think he's going to do to us? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I laughed so hard. I actually had to watch that twice. I like rewound it. Oh, you got to be kidding me. That's this the first thing I did when the episode was over. I went right back. <laughs> 
<laughs> went right back to that scene. I actually, that actually, I actually went right back to it before the episode began. I was, I gotta see this again because this, <laughs> this is too much. And then, yeah, of course, they start shooting at the can and they start missing. <laughs> oh. Further, further, uh, uh, solidifying the claim that they can't, that stormtroopers can't hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys could hit shit, man. That shit was so so dumb. But uh, that but that, that was, was like, so good. That was like the ongoing. That was the ongoing joke throughout the show. Is the the, the stormtroopers can't hit anything, and everybody knows they can't hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> they hammered that shit home, there, boy. They hammered it home, uh, man. Yo, well, what about uh, what about our man's uh, uh, Nick Nolte, man? Damn. Oh yeah. Now, yeah they he got murked, man. They murked him. I kind of knew that boy. was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. They, they. Did. I mean, it, it was, he, he's kind of singing his swan song in that episode, talking about. Um, oh, the, they the, had the whole montage of how he yeah. saved the bot. I'm like, which what? is really like, cool. I love that that montage too. You never see yeah. stuff like that in Star Wars, but that was really dope. Yeah, that's when you knew he was going to die. It's like, wait, wait, we're going to devote time to this guy. It's, oh yeah, this he's he's on his way out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yo, props to uh, Taika Waititi who not only directed the last episode, but he played IG uh, Eleven as well. So it was uh, he he really played him to, uh, to 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 perfection in this as well, man. I, I just there's so much there's so much to gush about this, but I'm gonna pass the mic to you. What 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 is what are the things you enjoyed? Well, I mean, we kind of were saying it. I mean, I, I I like that. I I like the entrance, like just the freaking. The entrance they gave Moff Gideon was just mm -hmm. awesome. Like I'm like, that's how you introduce a villain. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> so I was like, damn, that's how you introduce it. And it's Ooh, like, a hail a laser fire too, boy. That shit was no joke. He <laughs> couldn't get it any better too. Where he's just like, I mean, he was in full Hamp Gus Spring mode. Yeah, you and and he just he knew all of them. He knew you know, and, and that I think made it even better that's like wow this is this is the guy to he really is the big bad he knows everything about all three of them mm -hmm. and it's like what do you do in that situation so yeah, and um, he had a dope ass tie fighter too because i've never seen in the yeah. original trilogy now in the new trilogy yes but in the original trilogy i've never seen how they have the foldable wings and then they can it can fold the wings would fold and then when it's ready to take so off it, it would fold. raise back yeah. up and it's like yo that's really cool that he has they have that technology at that point because uh, yeah. for those that don't know, uh, this series is five years after Empire, uh, not Empire, but um, uh, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. So yeah, it's it's a little bit ahead, but um, but ways behind the new trilogy. It but. was probably it was probably like an advanced fighter that was starting to go into production. That once yeah. the Empire, well, it probably. I mean, it's he's probably the only one that really has. And he may um, have connections I, to the new the 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 First Order too. Because uh, we don't know, we don't know exactly I, when they get their beginnings. But I got a feeling they're probably going to make it more. He just carved out his own individual, yeah, like kingdom. I mean, because isn't that what they are? Weren't the Moss basically like governors, governors mm -hmm. of sectors or regions or something like that? So it's, I think he just kind of consolidated power, ah. and you know, I, that's what I think it is. That's oh. what I mean, because. Because they're like, that's all out in the outer rims. That's yeah. where, you know, because they talk about it and they're like, yeah, the New Republic could care less about it. So. Yo, shout out to Mechazon. He says, ties don't have that. His is heavily customized. Well, that's even better. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. His, he's got his own tech, man. Fuck it. 
Yeah, it definitely made it uh, well, stand he's, out. He's That's a sure. moss, so yeah, yeah, he's he's able. So I mean, and he had yeah, he had the dark troopers with him too. Yeah, the the ones that were with uh, what's his face, Mister Lisp. Mister Lisp. Yep, Gold Krennic man. I wish that guy was still around. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't oh, be though. Oh, he's it would have screwed up so the whole dead. Time continuum though. Oh yeah. If he if he survived, then it's like, well, he pulled the Palpatine. <laughs> what, can I, what can I say? But yeah, he, uh, wasn't, he wasn't that hooked up. So, yeah. but um, no, I think it was a. I, I I think with each successive episode, it just gave you more and more. I liked the fact that each episode had varying time uh, length. Like some were about. Uh, 35 minutes, somewhere close to 50 minutes. So mm-hmm. I kind of like that, that they had that liberty. So you didn't have to like put everything within a certain time, time length. You exactly. Know, if, the, if the story needed an additional five minutes, they would do it to just make it work better. So I think that's what really helps out being in that type of um, uh, streaming service. You know, you're not yeah. bound by commercials and all that. So you don't have to fit it in. Uh, half hour blocks or one hour blocks yeah it's organic like that and they're able to yeah. just just take the time they need to tell the story and i would love to see like an average of at least half an hour uh to say yeah. the least but uh and, you know if anything then you know and well, it could be they, more that's important. what they were probably were I'm, yeah 30 35 minutes i would think mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but yeah i mean for everybody that thought i mean the Mandalorian, I mean, Din Djarin, when we find out his name and stuff, I mean, oh, yeah. um, I mean, I, that, you, you see him develop, he finally, you know, he finally becomes an official Mandalorian at the end, getting his crest and everything, and of course, I mean, Baby Yoda, what can you say? Baby Yoda. <laughs> I mean, it's all about Baby Yoda. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's the typical, it's the typical tough-ass guy, um, show where he he has the heart of gold and you know it's we've seen this type of show before but uh the way that they've done it the way that they're able to do it in a in a star wars theme but it's still uniquely its own thing is actually what makes it very impressive so mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely so what do you so sobra what do you uh Unless you got anything else to talk about, what what, what ratings would you give it for? Uh, well, no, season? no. Well, I I do have a negative to bring up uh, for this. Okay. Yeah, my negative is not definitely. It's, it, I, at first, I was a little miffed at the times, uh, the runtimes for the show, but I realized uh, when it comes to telling a story, you want to have the best on the table. But I will say that there's one episode in this bunch that kind of didn't get executed all that well, and it was episode five. The one where he goes to Tatooine, your favorite planet. Because yeah, I remember oh, one of your yeah. biggest, one of your biggest complaints is like, do we always have to go back to Tatooine? Really? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a big ass universe. Why do we always have to fucking go there? Then they went fucking back, and I thought that was cool because you got to see how things had changed in that. They recreated the place, which is really cool. And then they, he walks into the same bar where Han was in the beginning of uh, the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. And then you, yeah. you you find out that they let they they, they 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 you got droids running the place when they were when they weren't allowed in beforehand. So it makes you wonder what happened to that dude who used to run the bar. But um, on top of that, um, there were aspects of the episode I did like. 
Um, I liked uh, Ming Na Wen's character quite a bit, and I was hoping she would stick around longer, but they, they killed that chick off quick. Actually, I don't think she's dead, to be quite honest with you, but that's a story for another day. But um, they alluded to it. I think she's dead. I don't think she's dead because um, the fact that she has been an assassin for so long, and on top of that, she was wearing something that looks to me like life support. Um, life support uh, equipment, and I could be wrong about this, and maybe someone in the chat can debunk this. But she was wearing shit like Darth Vader, like a, a small little device on her, on her, on her, on the chest, on her armor, right? So she was shot in the gut, but she could have just been incapacitated, and the person who walked up to her may have may have been able to help her out. But who is that person that walked up to her? Is my question. Is it Moff Gideon? People are speculating that it's, it's Boba Fett, and it's like that's absolute bullshit. If it's Boba Fett, but um, we'll see what happens next season. But the thing I didn't like about I don't, the episode, I don't, yeah, I, I it pro mm -hmm. if it's anything, it's probably Moff Gideon. But I would, that's I, that's my. I don't think suspicion. they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna put Boba Fett in here. I don't. This, I think this, in some ways it doesn't make sense to do that. There's a big contingency saying that they will because they brought him back in the books and stuff like that. At least alluded to him so. surviving, but I don't. I I don't think it doesn't. It, it I don't know. He's not a Mandalorian. He just wears a Mandalorian armor. So unless yeah. unless he becomes the Mandalorian's enemy, which is the only way I'd love to see him come back, then that's fine. But yeah, uh, or for the Mandalorian I, would kill his ass. Yes, because the Mandalorian's done more in his eight episodes than Boba Fett ever fucking did in the goddamn yeah. trilogy. So exactly. as far as I'm concerned, he's the better of the two. But um, I, the, I hated that episode because of um. The fact it's that, the that, weak, that it's the weakest, it's of the weakest ones. one. I, I will give you that. You know, it's not terrible. It's just that it's predictable, and that that guy who they got to play the kid, he sucked. He's he's actually the son of Bobby Cannavale, the actor Bobby Cannavale, who we've seen in uh, Boardwalk Empire and uh, mm -hmm. lately the Irishman. He uh, he plays. You'd know him if you saw him, but. He's his son, and uh, he just either didn't direct him well, or he just didn't play the character all that well. And then my girl Strangers with Candy showed up. What's her name? Uh, Amy Sedaris, looking like an old mm. Ripley from Alien. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a weird episode, man. It just didn't flow well yeah. to me. And it, it was... I, I agree with you there. I mean, it, mm -hmm. if there's one, and it's a good thing because you don't have too much. It doesn't really do anything for the main story. So if you were to do a rewatch and you just kind of skipped over it, really gonna miss much yeah. when yeah. he walks and I it, saw that. but uh it was it was the weakest fine. of it was a, it was the weakest of the episodes and i just hope that dave filoni directed that one by the way and i, I just hope he gets a better chance yeah but to, john to favreau is john favreau is doing this whole thing and yeah and he's, he's doing he, most of season he, two so he's not gonna let the he's not gonna let that just go as an unsolved thing like he's not gonna jj abrams it or he's just yeah. gonna introduce something and never um, it's never going to come to anything. It, you'll find out who it is. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, probably, it, it's probably Moff Gideon, or it might be. It could be somebody completely different. Could so be. Maybe could be. maybe the baddie that's in the next season. You know, you, the, you don't know. The last thing I'll say is that uh, the, uh, overall, the directing in these episodes were great. Um, I, I'm keeping an eye on Deborah Chow, who's going to be working on the um, the Boba Fett show, which is going to be on Disney Plus. Uh, in the near future, and then, and not sorry, not Boba Fett show. Let me correct myself. The Obi Wan series. Uh, she's going to be working on that, and then um, there is also the Cassian Andor series that's going to be on Disney Plus in the future. Cassian Andor from Rogue One. So him and K two S O are going to get their own show. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. But I'm looking forward to season two of Mandalorian. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. And uh, if I had to rate this, well, oh yeah, man, you have to rate it. I have to rate it. Shit. Um, 
I'm a, I'm a, I'll I'm say uh, I'll give it four uh, I Have Spokens out of five. I, four I Have Spoken. <laughs> I Have Spoken out of five. Oh, there you go. Course. Four. Man. I got to give it four. Do the hand things, baby. Do the hand things, baby. <laughs> out of five. That was a, that. That to me was the best, dude. Baby, do the hand thing. Do the hand thing. It's like, oh. He was so happy. It's like he he that the baby Yoda saved him, and then it's like he's like you know it's screw it. I, I'm a horrible person. I'm gonna try to redeem myself, and I just he was he, he's the true believer. He's the true believer in the in, in the cult of baby Yoda. I guess we all are. I mean, <laughs> well, a lot of us are. It's a character that's it's hard to dislike, man. I I, oh I love God. He's I love baby Yoda. Adorable. He is, and he's adorable. <laughs> I never want him to talk either, man. I just want him to stay. No, just, just no, stay as he is. But but I they just did wanted to keep going after frogs every so often, and you know, um, you know, having the, the his problems of having to walk. You know, something that yeah. takes us a minute to walk across is going to take him about three hours. Like, <laughs> yes, just pick him up. Just pick that guy up, man. God damn it. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I should have said this is the way, yo. Shout out to Kid Convoy in the chat, yo. That's the, yo, this is the way, baby. So this is the way. But uh, yeah, man. Um, more to come. At least Star Wars is uh is it it ended on a good note in 2019 with the Mandalorian uh closing out, and it it helps me uh maybe the future of it is is TV. <laughs> Yeah, you know, some maybe, people are speculating maybe that's that, what it so. is. Yeah, I mean, I think a feature every once wrong. in a while, but I think TV is where they're going to put yeah. the focus on, and I think that's smart. Long, long form <laughs> storytelling is getting a lot of. Uh, it, it, we're in a really great age of uh, of TV shows right now, and I, I oh, as long as they said they've said that every ten yeah, years. That's I mean, true. I remember, I remember when the Sopranos Soprano started in the early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the two thousand tens. I mean, it's. It's, it's one giant golden age. Every time I, it's like, well, it's yes, the Sopranos that got this whole, whole ball rolling, man. They do the ones that got the ball rolling with the pres much, prestige yeah. television on subscription based services. The best. It is still the greatest of the HBO shows. That and The Wire. The Wire. Yeah, I was about to say it's like man, sorry, Game of Thrones. That's that's a tough. Uh, that's a tough. The only problem with The Wire is it's it's depressing, especially the. Third season, no, oh, yeah. the fourth season with the education. The kids, with the, yeah, yeah, that's that is the. I mean, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to rewatch The Wire, the, but the the Sopranos, yeah, I got it. Yeah, man, yeah, but, but uh, um, I got I got a couple tweets real quick, and we'll round oh, things cool. out. Sorry about that. Let me go ahead and uh, here we go. Um, yes, uh, shout out to Yazi. He uh, hit us with a couple tweets uh, during the show. This cosplay was fucking hilarious. Um, George Lucas was uh, known to, uh, he was interviewed by uh, Disney a couple um, years ago. Not Disney, but uh, uh, some news, news person. And he called Disney white slavers. Well, someone took that concept into, um, into full blast with this uh, George Lucas dressing up as Leia. This shit is crazy. Slave Leia to, to Mickey. <laughs> This shit is sick. This guy's cosplay is off the chain. Oh my god, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, Darth, though. <laughs> That's hilarious. Ooh. Yo, shout out to Yazi for this tweet, sir. Thank you very much. The greatest Star Wars cosplay ever, he says. His, his, his bra is a flannel bra with the. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking clever. 
Let's see here. Oh, he also hits us with a tweet here with um with the characters of Mandalorian. It's a, I guess a bunch of lines from the show. Mandalorian is in a race. Uh, that's what Kara says, and then um Mandalorian says it's agreed, and then they zoom in on uh on on Carl Weathers. <laughs> What, is, what does it say? I'm waiting on the delay. It says, it's, what's it about? Uh, it says it's a creed and it is even a call with this. This shit is great. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Yazi for that tweet. Um, Black Cat hits us up also on Twitter. He says that um, uh, apparently there's a releasing a, a kid of the good stuff, Carl? Uh, from uh, Hathaway? Uh, Hathaway's Flash? Is it still oh, good? yeah, we didn't oh. mention that. I, I saw... Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in the next episode, Solbro. Yeah, true. But uh, thank you for yeah. the tweets, Black Cat. Also, uh, Hideo Kojima is planning to uh, binge all of the UC Gundam series in preparation for Hathaway's Flash. He's been tweeting about Gundam a lot lately, actually, uh, Hideo Kojima. So shout-outs to him and uh, Black Cat for uh, pointing that out as well. I remember when I did that. <laughs> You know, you know what's funny? I saw the tweets from Kojima where he said that he was in uh, high school d doing tutoring at the time mm -hmm. that uh, Daitarn was wrapping up, right? And they advertised right. Gundam at the beginning, uh, at the end of Daitarn's run and said mm -hmm. it was coming up next. So um, he started to read Starship Troopers uh, as, a, as a result because he was so excited about mobile suits. He wanted to know more about them and he had heard, I guess... Through the great right. find that Starship Troopers was a big inspiration, so that's yeah, Robert Highland. You got it. That that inspired uh, Kojima as well. Big time Gundam fan. Saw it when it aired, man. Shout out to Kojima. But uh, wow, that's He's it. Old. Yeah, he just like us. <laughs> yeah, not 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 that old. Oh damn. But uh, that's all about the tweet. That's all the tweets I could show for the moment. But uh, thank you guys for submitting. And uh, Neil, anything you want to say before we close things out? No. All right. Well, guys, uh, ready for, ready for uh, 2020 will be, yes, we will be doing uh, Rebuilders, Rebuild. Uh, yes. Hopefully, maybe. Next episode. Maybe in the assuming. next few episodes. Yeah, maybe yeah. next episode. Other than that, we just, because uh, we'll go, we'll do that because it's on this, um, it's on this, it's halfway binge or it's halfway spot there. And uh, yeah, we got some other things coming, so. Yeah, so be, be stay tuned. Uh, in the meantime, make sure to always visit the websites, uh, mahq.net, which is where the magic happens. Uh, make sure to visit the Mecha and Anime headquarters and uh, rise, get, you, yeah. get your uh, get your fill on uh, reviews uh, for all sorts of Mecha shows over there. Chris works hard to maintain the website, so support him. Also, go to mechatalk.net to join the conversation there. Uh, also, find us on Twitter or Facebook as well. On, on Twitter, we're at uh, Gundam, at mahq. That's A-T in the middle. Uh, and uh, other than that, uh, you were listening to episode 216 of Gundam at MHQ, where we reviewed both uh, The Rise of Skywalker, episode 9 of Star Wars, and The Mandalorian, season 1. Hope you guys enjoyed the reviews, and uh, I guess that's uh, that's it for us tonight, man. And uh, Neil, back to you. Alright, everybody, we'll see you guys in a few weeks with episode 217. Later.
It's just like the manual. Amazing. This machine is so incredibly powerful. Let's see what it can do. Is that it? There. Can I do this? At MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint. Please, will you just get up? He's right in front! Weapons! Chief Denim! The enemy's mobile suit! It started to move and fire back! What? But I thought it was all just unassembled parts! Chief Denim, it doesn't seem to be functioning very well. I'll get it. No! What? That's absolutely impossible! The rifles are useless against it! Watch this, Sion Rat! Our orders are just to observe, soldier! Let's retreat! Do you know what you're saying? If we let him go, the Federation will... Huh? It's standing! <laughs> Please get up! Please! <laughs> Thick your armor is. 